Player prop. Hey, hello everyone. Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to a bonus episode. We decided to do a live stream on Friday evening. I didn't think that anyone was going to show up because, you know, it's a Friday night. I mean, a lot of people have lives and there's shows going on all week long, but there wasn't anything going on on Friday night. So it's like, hey, let's get together and talk about the Moonshiners fly-in. I have not been to a fly-in yet and I want to go. So I asked a couple people if they want to join me and we had more people join and talk on this podcast than I was expecting. Plus, it was like three and a half, almost four hours of chatting. Now, this is not, I don't know, this is more of a non-formal type of get-together, or is it informal, type of get-together where we just kick back and, and talk about, you know, paramotors and the fly-in and, you know, what to expect at a fly-in. But, you know, as we normally do, we take tangents, and I apologize for such. But, you know, if you have nothing better to do and you are driving a truck and or you are driving a car and you have nothing better to do, then listen to us talk about paramotors. We appreciate you as always. Anyway, um, on with the show and have a great day. It's all about tonight is just talking about paramotors. I, I don't have any guests. I don't have any, you know, uh, show notes. I have no idea what's going on. I really need help. And one of the things that we were doing, we were talking before the show in our uh, pre-show and uh, willflyppg.com said that he has gone to a fly-in. So I guess real quick, Will, can you tell us about the, the fly-in that you went into and where was it? What was it all, all about? Uh, how many hours did you have when you went there type of thing? You know, what kind of pilot were you were? And um, are you planning on going on another, uh, I know, way too many questions. Go ahead, go ahead. Just tell me what you know about uh, about about the uh, the fly-in. Okay, well, the first fly-in and only fly-in I've ever been to was in Vail, North Carolina last year to fly it if you got it. And uh, I think I, I probably had about 40 hours at that point. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, and what surprised me, that, just spoiler alert, I had a blast. And oh, that's I, good, though. That's good. Well, uh, leaving that fly-in, I said, man, I'm going to go to every fly-in I could possibly go to this year. And unfortunately, you know, how life happens and uh, I, I didn't make it to another fly-in yet. Um, the big, biggest surprise for me about going to the fly-in was the fact that the flying part wasn't the fun part. It was the meeting other people and uh, it just, it made the sport so much more real, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, I at, before then was doing a lot of flying on my, on my own, you know? And uh, when you meet a group of people like that that are as excited about the sport that you are, I mean, it's just, uh, you, you're feeding off each other's energy. And uh, so fly it if you got it was the first one. The next one I'm going to is going to be next week at Swanee. And uh, I'm totally looking forward to it. You plan on going to the Moonshiners? Oh, yeah. And oh, really? Apples. Yeah, definitely. 
I just posted in the messengers that we are live here with the meeting ID and password. So anybody can join us. This this is a just join us on Zoom. Talk to us about uh, paramotors and let us know, you know, what uh, I can't use my mouse. What's going on? Come on, turn. Um, you know, just let us know what's what. Uh, let me know what you have done as far as fly-ins and what do I expect as a new person going to a fly-in because I don't know. Um, looks like we got a bunch of people in the chat. Who do we have in the chat? We got uh, Dave, John Wayne, Tommy. Oh, Tommy Mosley. What's up, Tommy? Jump in the chat, dude. Sean, um, I can add one more thing to that. Yeah. Uh, that, that comes to mind. Even though it was my first flying, I think the thing that really helped was that I didn't go there not knowing anybody. I mean, I went there with another group of guys that I'd been flying with previously, and they kind of took me under their wing and, you okay. know, little tips and tricks like, you know, keep your head moving and looking for the other guy. Um, that made it a lot more comfortable. So you already got that knocked because everyone there is going to know you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh there might be one or two people that know me but that's about it oh come on what you're in for a treat an absolute treat i'm looking forward to it um i think it's like a 12 hour drive from here because i have to go to the other side of tennessee and i live in arkansas mm -hmm. which is not bad um hey john wayne jumped jumped on the uh, zoom so hey john wayne you can jump hey on. sorry guys i'm driving i just thought i'd let you know i'm in arkansas so <laughs> hey then swing by man swing by hey, I'm, a, hey. I'm a little past you i'm on my way down to kyle's oh okay okay oh, that's cool what you gonna do down to kyle's anything fun uh yeah i'm taking a wing that i got to bill h oh okay so i'm on my way to actually to san antonio eventually but Anyway, I just I just saw you pop up, so I thought I'd listen to the show. I'll hush up and listen. Okay, well, I'm glad that you're here. And if there's anything that you want to talk about, especially since you've been you've been to Flyance, haven't you, John? I've been to two of them. What, what is your experience, uh, real quick, about your uh, with with the Flyance? Well, you got to consider I'm an old man, so <laughs> my opinion probably ain't real important. <laughs> I'm an old man too. Just I just yeah, wanna, well. A lot of people having a lot of fun. It's got more to do with people getting together than it does flying, it looks like. Okay. But that's how it seems to me anyway. You know, I've heard that before, too, by, by other people, that a flying is not about flying. It's not about showing off your skills. It's about, you know, connecting, you know, networking with other pilots, you know, uh, meeting up people to with people face to face that you've seen online, you know, for the last year, and you're actually able to say, "Hey, dude, you're there," <laughs> which is really awesome. And there are so many people that that I've met online on Zoom or watched their videos. I can't wait to actually meet up with them and and hang out with them in real in real life. I think that's gonna be awesome. Hey, John, are you gonna go to so Kented? Well, I'm sorry. What's we'll again? Uh, John. Uh, are you going to make it to Moonshiners by any chance? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to Moonshiners. Okay, good deal. We'll make that a big clear prop, you know, get together slash Moonshiners. So Moonshiners will actually be the second part of it. It's actually clear prop, kind of Moonshiners. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a house not too far from there. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well. Over by uh, Morganton, North Carolina. 
if you ever invite me. <laughs> well, I, I looked at it on uh, Google Maps one day. It looks like there's somebody living there. So Kent had asked if um, we can do any RSVP for Fairfield Motor Friends so we can get a big group in the same area for Moonshiners. I hear a lot of background something. What's, I couldn't hear what you said. I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yeah. What'd you say? Okay. So Kent had asked if there's a way that we can maybe do an RSVP so we can get the group of us um, to RSVP like an area together down at that Moonshiners. Sounds, that sounds really good. Maybe on uh, anybody knows that. Maybe on PPG Zone we can get together and uh, do a a group. Um, like a clear prop group that's going to moonshiners and that way we can all get together and we to huddle around that guy that skinny chef shane and oh sorry he's here oh uh oh oh stop talking i was just i was just gonna ask in this group is jay gonna be there because if so i'll just be stepping out then and i'll just step off to the side and just look in from the outside well you got the parrot chicken here too you got both oh oh shit <laughs> you got both. I mean, shoot, you're in trouble. There, there is no swear <laughs> jar in this one. We just a bunch of friends hanging out. That's the bonus. I don't care. And what am I doing here? I don't know. <laughs> but but uh, we're, we're just we just want to get together and talk about the moonshiners. And I figured might as well stream it. Uh, open up the Zoom so anybody that wants to talk with us and give us their experience about being in a in a fly-in let me know what to expect i'm really excited now shane you've been to a fly-in what, what was your experience i've been to several in my little over a year of flying are we are we live now yes we are we're, we're streaming live oh oh my okay <coughs> uh oh hold on somebody's got ads before his show starts jeez I got, I got, I got to get gas money somehow so I can get to the flying. I'm just saying. Well, uh, Dave Wolf's in there. Ken's in there. Really? Uh, Will fly, which I'm meeting this weekend. He's actually uh, taking my offer, and he's going to be uh, uh, in the in in one of the tents, one of the two tents that I'm going to be at or be in, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's pretty cool. I uh, get to meet him, and yeah, the weather looks phenomenal for uh, Swanee this weekend, or this, I'm sorry, for next week. And Swanee is where, in Florida? Yeah, it's in Live Oak, Florida. It's like 30 minutes or 35 minutes west of 75 off of 10, Interstate 10, but uh the more and more I look at the winds, I think the highest the winds are like six or seven miles an hour. And the highest chance of rain is like 14% on Sunday. So it's going to be nonstop flying. It's, it, well, because it's a fly-in. Nonstop fly yeah. in the fly-in. So how many people normally go to these fly-ins? Depends on which ones you go to. I mean, um, let's see. I def so I left school last year. Um, what was it? Uh, the first week of November, I, I finished school for flying and then uh, drove home. 
blá, blá, blá. Então, o Wolf, Wolf da He does a cooking show, but Are doesn't cook. No, I'm not on. They can't see me. They can't hear me. <laughs> this, I mean, my God. That... Oh, remember, you hear saying, I don't know if you've met Shane at Purdens, but my God, remember he just wouldn't stop talking. Oh, my it? gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. I can hear something. but I can't see anything, though. What, what is, what is going on? on? I don't know how to use Zoom. Is this thing on? Oh, there's a green light. I got to go. <laughs> Hi, Shane. What's up, buddy? Hi, Sean. How are you? What's up, the wolf? <laughs> so nice to see you guys. Glad you weren't talking about us before you came on. You were talking about moonshiners. Cody called me today. He's the guy that runs moonshiners, and he's got a school down there. And yeah. he just said it's going to be bigger and better than ever this year. So he's expecting a lot more. I think he had like 150 people maybe last year. And he said he's expecting a much bigger turnout, so it's going to be awesome. So you, I can't believe you've never been to a fly-in. Is that right? That is true. That's why just, I'm... I just totally hijacked Shane. I'm sorry, Shane. Uh, that's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're not Poor coached. Yes, isn't working now. No. No. Um, hey, Wolf, how many people were at Dave Purden's this last year? I, I want to say at least 220. So think, that would yeah. be... That would be my the largest fly-in that I've been to was Dave Purden's. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. Well, I went to, I, I, I left school last uh, November, went to uh, Swanee. I didn't fly yet. I just uh, left all my gear at home because I was told that uh, as a new pilot, you didn't want to do that. So I left all my gear and just hung out. That's where I, I uh, hung out with Ripman and a couple other people. Dave, that's where I met you. That's right. No, didn't we meet time. at, uh, I thought we met at. Oh yeah, it was Swanee. You're right. You're right. No, that was the very first anything I've yeah. done because I just I just got done with school. So we've you and I have been at three fly-ins together. Did you know that? Yes, and I still can't get rid of the itch. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk to Nick about that. I don't know. <laughs> Oops. Ooh, so yeah, three fly-ins with with paramotor crazy. Um, yeah. Swanee was my first one, then Dave Purdens, and then the uh, oh no, I'm sorry, it was Swanee, then the poker run, poker run, and and then uh, Dave Purdens, which by the way is still my all time favorite just because of the scenery. Yeah, it's good scenery, man. That's I was showing someone the other day, I was uh, that's where I flew over my uh, bald eagle and flew next to him on the tree. Oh, it's amazing. Hey, and Dave. It's happened to me three times of flying with an eagle, and every time, all I all I can think of is don't scream like Dave Wolf. <laughs> that is funny. You're right six, six, four, Which one? This one. I thought it was oh. six six four five. Two. All right. Uh, Sorry, guys. Stanley. I'm just dropping off my daughter. Kit Stanley said uh, Vale Vale North Carolina was his. Well, he was at that flying there. Um, it I was a comic relief for Shane when he. <laughs> When he was rolling on the ground oh. laughing at some guy hooked into his wing backwards. Oh I would not say I would not say I was laughing at you. I was very concerned for you, Kent. Very. He he was uh he was kiting his wing and he was hooked in directly to it, facing the wing. Are you saying so, Kent, you saying Kent? Like Kent Stamey Kent? Yeah, Kent Stamey. That's how him and I met. Oh. 
I seen him at um, Vail, North Carolina. He was kiting his wing, but what he did is he walked up to his, his to his wing and picked his risers up left and right and hooked them to left and right on his harness. He didn't switch them over. So when he lifted the wing up, there was no crisscross. He, if he would have spun, he would have then been in a crisscross. Am I explaining that right? I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. So if you left your if you put your left riser and your right riser on the ground and you walked up to it and you took your left hand and grabbed the left riser and hooked it to your left carabiner and did the same thing with your right one, not crisscross them, not flip them over, so that when you're kiting and you turn to run forward, if he would have if he would have brought his wing up and then turned, then his lines would have been crisscrossed. So it was backwards. Oh, okay, okay. So I spent, I don't know how long out there with him. Um, and I kept telling him, I said, dude, I just learned to fly not that long ago. So I don't know much of nothing, but I do know that's not right. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? And I had, and just to go into detail about teaching, it is very difficult to teach somebody because you don't know who they are. You don't know the person. You don't know how they do or don't learn. And I had to go get my wing, hook into my wing, my way, and then kite the heart or kite the wing. I couldn't literally tell him how to do it without like fumbling over step one to three to three to two and then back to five. Like it <laughs> was all screwed up. So I had to let me go get my wing. I know what I'm doing with my wing. So, but I got him. He's, he said he's been kiting that wing that way for over three months. I won't, I won't tell you what school he went to, but uh, if you see something in the sky and you cannot identify it, it's called a what? Identified flying object? Something like that, yeah. Okay. So. I don't, I don't think UFOs operating anymore, is it? I have no idea. Yeah, I think that's been shut down. I've. I thought I seen some uh, advertisements on Facebook for UFO. Ah, uh, gotcha. I gotcha. I see where I see where you you led us there. I like that. All right, very good. See how? Gotcha. See, I'm trying to be nonchalant. I've learned. For, I've learned from others. Yeah, it's like so, the next um, best thing to free training, right there. Hey, I got oh, a question for. Oh, go, go ahead, sir. I was, was going to ask Sean a question. Sean, since you've never been to a fly-in, what's your expectation? What do you envision is going to happen at the fly-in? Well, from what everything, I've been asking this for a while, you know, about, you know, fly-ins. And I've been watching people that, you know, have gone to fly-ins. I talked with Shane and other people that have done fly-ins. And they all said the same thing. It's pretty much, it's, uh, there's a lot of people in the air. There's a lot of people flying. Uh, a lot of people try to show off but nobody really cares because everybody flies. Mm -hmm. But nine times out of 10, it's there for networking, hanging out with people that you've met or haven't met online, but uh, seen their videos or maybe on Zoom or maybe a podcast. And then you actually just, you know, hang out with them and, and mm -hmm. see, who, you know, see who they are and, and, you know, go have a beer and eat some yeah. food. And some of the some of the fly-ins can be big parties and some most of the ones I've been to and Shane you tell me if you agree or disagree or if you feel differently but most of the ones I've been to like it gets dark out and maybe an hour later everybody's in their campers trailers whatever and they're going to sleep and we're done except for maybe like one night some people may stay up till 11 o'clock but for the most part 
what do you think, Shane? I mean, about an hour later, everybody's pretty much zoning out or it's getting quiet. I, I think you're completely wrong. I think you went to bed with the old people. Because <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you when I come home from a flight. Linda, stop I laughing. He's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I stay up until 11, 12 o'clock, and then I'm up at. Whoa, at, whoa, whoa. 11 or 12? What? Every, every night. What are you, 18 every, or something? No, I just, my problem, my problem is, and I've been this way since I was a little kid. When there's fun to be had, I can't go to sleep. Yeah, and and I, I'm afraid if I go to sleep, I'll miss something. So when I come home from a fly-in, I will literally get home, and probably five or six o'clock that night, I'll go to sleep, and I won't wake up until the next morning. No, like, that's true because I, I did hear you were up hanging out a lot with uh, I forget who it was at the at the uh, uh, poker run every night. Oh, oh my goodness well yeah i think the same well, guy was bragging about the steaks i think the same guy was bragging about the steaks his wife and his daughter ate that uh Daughter, those daughters ain't good man they had some good steaks i heard <laughs> <laughs> oh there's so many little inside jokes happening right now machine <laughs> uh, all i know is next there, time you're... next time bring a gallon jug of a1 because, you know, paper plates hold almost a half a bottle of that stuff. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dave, yeah. All I know is oh, you, you ragged on me. <laughs> all I know, Dave, is you ragged on me all weekend long. And then when you told me about the steak incident, I was so joyous inside yes. of my heart. Yeah, that's I was just like... I was just like, oh, I can't believe it. I was dumbfounded, dude. I'm like, really? You just okay, cool, man. Let me feed him. I spent the entire weekend dumbfounded. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I I still hold a grudge. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, my dinner just got to the door. I gotta get home. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, you know. Kind of Lindy, funny. Like uh, uh, Travis had the uh, tra Travis had the uh, uh, the hang test. You know what I'm talking about the 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 thing that you do a hang a hang test from. It almost looks right. like a swing. Man, those people were swinging on it all night. Man, they were, you call them the greatest swingers in the world, right there. Wow. Mm. wow. Yeah, <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Did I go too far? Just tell me. No. Okay. I guess I'm gonna to have to talk to you guys, you know, not on not on air, and find out really what's going on. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well. So Sean, I, I Sean, hey, you nice will, Amy. Sean, you will be amazed and not shocked all at the same time. Interesting. Ah, uh, that okay. That's me um, every day, like maybe with the parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I live that every day, amazed but not shocked. But it's all love, you know. I love it. You know, Linda, you love. realize, Linda, you what, realize what, they're what, laying honey, in bed. What? What? You know they're laying in bed right now going, you know, she's amazing, but we're not surprised at the same time. They're talking about <laughs> you right now. <laughs> they don't even have to be laying in bed to figure that out, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you, they know. They know uh, me. They're just like, yep, yeah, that's my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Our dad, 
Use something else. Okay, I gotta tell you guys really quick. Okay, so okay. that every night they have their dinner. You know, like what they're gonna eat. We're gonna have this tonight, this tonight, and if I don't want to eat, I say no. I'll pass on that tonight. But tonight, my dad's like, we're gonna have. Um, he, he goes, are you? We're gonna have fish fry tonight. I'm like, cool. Okay, I'll be down. You know, because I have a little upstairs hideaway, whatever. And I come down and. My dad has onion rings because I had bought onion rings last week to have with the steak on Monday. Okay. Like those um, red robin on, onion rings. Okay. So Sounds he has good. all on a little Sounds dish good. and everything. And then he has the popcorn shrimp and the other, and my dad's 94, right? So he has the other popcorn shrimp that I bought last week left over in the other pan. And so he, and I'm like, what's for dinner? And he goes, Oh, I got this and this. I'm like, oh, cool. Because last week we had perch. And I'm like, well, where's the fish? And he says, uh, no, this is dinner. The, the fish is the popcorn. So I'm like, I'm going to die tonight because I'm having onion rings and popcorn shrimp for dinner. <laughs> but what are you going to do, right? What's he going to do? You don't argue with the parents. Just like when you're growing up, this is what you're going to eat. Okay, mom and dad, I'm going to eat it then. <laughs> like, eat your vegetables. Yeah. Anyway, I had to show that. All right. I, so, Sean, I just got home. I'm going to go eat dinner, but I, uh, Sean. Go eat. Yes. Besides Moonsider, what other, what other fly-ins are you going to this year? Do you know? Um, that, that's it. That's the only thing I can do so far this year, and that's the only thing I'm actually planning on doing right now. It's just You're me. not doing bad apples? No. Um, right now... It's pretty much, sorry, everything is up in the air right now, and uh, we'll just have to wing it, but uh, I know for sure that Moonshiners will be something I'll do. All right. Cool, man. Well, can't wait to hear how you enjoy it. Wait, that's, uh, that's like not till August? Exactly. Got to... We can, we can talk them into bad apples by then. I hope so. I hope, I hope so. so. What's up, Jake? Hey, uh, we'll talk them into it. All right, guys. Wolf, real quick before you leave, hold on. Wolf, before you go, what fly-ins are you doing this year? Oh my God, there's so many, and we have so much stuff. There's some personal stuff going on that I'm not going to talk about, but we also have lacrosse tournaments, and there's so much going on. I'm definitely doing bad apples, and I'm almost positive I'm going to do EFD. Um, if I go to Dave Purden, it might just be for a Friday night because I have to work too. Um, we'll see about that. Um, I'm going to miss the Michigan one, which I'm really bummed out about it because I was at that last year. But right now, that's all I'm planning. Okay. I, I, have, I, have, I have to work. I, I, there's so many that I want to go to, but I can't. I, I'm the same way, Dave. I got to work, unfortunately. Damn, work's getting sent away. Can't wait till we all retire. Damn, work. <laughs> I know, right? Eight yeah. and a half more years. But, like, if I go to EFD We're going to be a bunch of animals retiring. Uh, we're going to grow old together, all of us. But if I go to EFD <laughs> this year, I'm not going to go next year, which will free me up to others. But I also want to paraglide next year. So, all right. I'll talk to you guys all later. Dave. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for jumping on, Dave. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Sean. Bye. To answer answer your question about what to expect okay. at a fly-in. All right. So the ones, the ones that I've been to, which I don't know if a poker run is considered a fly-in, but I mean, it was really the same thing, but except for we all left and then came back. <laughs> so, I don't know. We all landed somewhere else and then ended up coming back. Some of us by 
paramotor some of us by a vehicle. But anyways, I every time I go to a fly-in, it's just you meet so many new people. You end up... So my back ends up hurting if I stand too much. And oh. I never seem to sit down the entire time I'm at a fly-in because you just go from one person to another and you just meet new people and, and people that you've interacted on online with and then you get to meet them in person and then you get to have a real conversation with them and it's the camaraderie and <clears throat> I, don't, I just to me I'm a social butterfly so it's it's amazing to me you know I, I just I can't get enough of it no not you Shaney uh-uh. I would I, if I went to one of those things I'd be the same way I would never sleep I'd be like, hey, 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 hey. We did. Did you see what Kent said in the chat, Shane? So yeah. Shane has already volunteered to cook for the Clear Prop fam at Moonshiners. So Amy, are you covering dessert? Amy, are you still there? Yeah, I'm playing with my new helmet. It just came in the mail today. That Yay! is so awesome. Uh, we're playing, trying to get the cheese stir fry. I love it. This looks good on me. It's like the first helmet that actually looks good on me. <laughs> you look, you look, like, an you look like an woman. aviator. You look I like know, a real aviator. Hey, you want to know something? Let me go tell you this. Okay, you know my frame was bright orange, right? So we were talking about making my helmet look like tiger eyes or whatever. Look at this. That little built-in cat eye things already. So we were just looking online, couldn't really find anything. Then we looked some more the other day. That's what I'm getting to. He's trying to tell me what to say. So we were just online again, and we started talking about, well, he said, you can dip your helmet orange if we don't find an orange helmet. Then I was like, oh, good, we'll put tiger stripes on because I'm going to put stripes on my orange frame, you know? And we started looking, found the perfect, 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 perfect hydro dip for it. Orange with black tiger. It's just perfect. And then I told him we can still get some tiger eyes and put it right here. It's absolutely perfect. So my helmet is all going to be tiger hydro dipped. He already wait for it to come in, but look, it's I did not want a football looking helmet on my head. I've painted with those. This is cool. I actually look good in this. <laughs> I like it. I like I know. it. And then with the tiger, because my alma mater alma yeah. mater are tigers. So that's why it's gonna be perfect. So then I just like, get my combs in my ears. Your dog's like, what do you got on your head, mom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amy, Amy is a dedicated, <clears throat> Amy is a dedicated tiger lover. The way she cups a tiger is like no other. <laughs> he shared the photo. I forgot about that from dinner time. Show him the photo. It's no. my collection of when Chris and I went to shopping. <laughs> I I haven't discussed that with anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, did Chris just show you the photos that uh, she took of me sent to Mark that night? I have not discussed that with anybody. Actually, I forgot I mean, I, about it until it was just brought up. Well, I want to know about it. I'm... No, you don't. No, no. <laughs> Your manhood is at question with this. You do not want to know. I will show you next time we get together. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds good. Let, let's just yeah, say that. Let's just say they went to an 18 and up store. <laughs> and then they sent pictures back while they were there. It was Valentine's Day, people. Wait, I wait, had wait, wait, wait. Valentine's 
Are, are you saying that Amy went to an 18 and up store with Shane and sent Mark? No, 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 no. Oh. Shane and it, or Jesus, Amy and my wife, Krista, went to a store while Mark and I were doing something. I don't remember what we were, were doing. hanging out the house by yourselves. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, I, I got some pictures and I was just like, well, I don't hold a candle to any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of store. Yes. Why, why why did I all of a sudden imagine exactly what the picture was when you because said that? Because it is. And I'm like, bagging it. Hi, when it's as, when it's as big as a human torso, you know. <laughs> There's a really good picture of me standing with my arm going like this. Yeah, she's got her arm around it. How, yeah. How do we okay. go from fly-ins and paramotors to 18-plus stores? I, I don't get it. Why do we I all don't know. This? Oh, because Shane mentioned Tiger. How much no. I want to go to that fly-in yeah, where they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all fun and games until something rubber falls out of the sky hits you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all fun and games until somebody gets an eye poked out. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> hey, forget about the uh, airplane toilet ice falling. Yeah, this we can have. Hey, we could have a new event called the dildo drop. Oh, Mark. Oh, <laughs> Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you ruined it, Mark. God. How did I ruin it? Because you said the, the word. Yeah, you oh. said the word. Oh, am I not around? Am no. I not around? I don't know what the rules are. It's like having Mark. a fear of tooth. You can play in teeth, oh, okay. but you can't actually okay. go there. Oh, okay. See, okay. see, Mark, just like this. We were going until you went too far. You went past the tip. See? I got it's... it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I'm tired. <sighs> see? And that's why I put a swear and jar I... on. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Sean. Sean, I, I wanted to, I wanted to say something about those about those flying something that I noticed. Yeah, and that you know pilots like when the first flying I went to I hadn't even flown yet, and then of course I went to another one later. But what I did notice was is that folks that haven't been flying a lot yet that go there, uh, they spend a lot of time learning a lot of stuff from folks who have been flying. I noticed that mm. people are a little more adventurous. It seems you know, when they're flying at the fly-ins because there's folks around, you know, to help them out a little bit. And there's a lot of that goes on. I won't I be, would, I'm going to be cautious in, um, I get in there and I get away from everybody yeah. is what I do. I, yeah. I, I would say as for a new pilot, be careful. So I was, I was taught in class as a new pilot to listen to all the information you're given, but only follow the person that you trust. Yep. So in other words, you're going to have a bunch of people come up to you and tell you what you're doing right or wrong. And they may be right or wrong. So if you're not a hundred percent trusting in that person, don't, don't uh, take it to heart. Go because... And just smile and say, okay, thank you. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, um, hey, quick question. I was looking at the moonshiners cause I know you seem to know a lot about it when we were at your house. I did find out that uh, there's no charge for the event because they don't want to hold any liability. So there's no vendor right. charge. I forgot to share that with Mark. It's just $20 a night for camping for or something? Camping. Yeah, camping, yeah. but no vendor charge. So that's good for him. 
I completely forgot to tell him because I didn't want the liability. And also, I did understand you correctly because I want to make sure I didn't lie the other night. It is a fly anytime you want to fly, right? There's no set designated as like certain places. Correct. You, you can you can you can take off in the morning and go fly two miles and come back and land back or go take off for two hours and come back. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing in Florida. So Florida has for property owners, they have a. Um, so, OK, for the compound, for instance, um, all those people are riding all over per, uh, pr private property. And if they get hurt on that property, they can't sue them because the owner did not get paid for those people to be out there. Right. So so if you pay, if you say, hey, you want to use my property, it's going to cost you five bucks and they get hurt. The property Maybe. owner at that point is liable. now liable. So it's the same. It's it's I'm almost positive. It's the exact same thing for uh, for uh, Tennessee. That's why they're not charging for the. Uh, the event just for that, make, that makes sense and the uh, camping for the twenty dollars camping fee is not tied into them for the event it's just like there's camping nearby for you right it's not like you're paying the twenty dollars for the person are you asking that or stating that i'm asking and it can, it can want a confirmation and my thinking okay. is correct so sounds correct yeah I, I think the campsites are right there by the field that was my LSD. impression that was my impression I've never been there. Like I said, I've only done, what did I do? Poker run, Swanee. I didn't fly. I did Swanee the second time I did fly. Vail, North Carolina, and um, Dave Purgs. So I've done, I've been to five, flown at four, and I'm fixing to go back to Swanee this next weekend, and uh, I will definitely be flying there again. Might go to the Waffle House and have breakfast. Do you know if those campsites have electric? There, there is no campsites. You can fill up water, and you have to run a generator. Yeah. Oh, where, um, Eric, Eric, where, where are you talking at? Swanee or um, Moonshiners? Moonshiners, I believe they have power and water. It's on the side that um, Sean, Sean pull that, brought up. Can you pull it's that site back? Up? Yeah, towards yeah. the end of the homepage. <clears throat> yeah, I we, do believe they have thirty and fifty amp hookups. If yeah, my do. memory serves me correct, it's towards the bottom of the homepage about the camping. So, so here's like scroll the scroll down. Yeah, it's like towards the end, right there, right there. Uh, 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 you went too far. Go up. Right there. Man. Stop. 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 Right there. Liability reasons: no charge for events participation. Camping on the property is twenty dollars per night for each place. And those who just want to park their equipment trailer on site, utilize the airport for the fly-in, there will be a $10 per day rent fee. So it seems like what you said, just camping on the property, on the field, but not a campsite. Oh, looks so, like there's going to be a, a notum also, so we don't have to worry about um, other flying vehicles colliding with us that's really nice yeah so there doesn't it doesn't say anything about actual power or what no have you. Uh -uh. no it's just camping on the property twenty dollars a night for each pilot and for those who want to park their equipment trailer on site or utilize the airport for the flying there will be a ten dollar per day rent fee so i will bring our generator so 
I yeah, mine's I throw mine in my truck. I mean, I'm I'm pulling I'm I'm showing up in my uh utility or my cargo trailer. Which yeah. by the way, I hooked up the air conditioner and the two vents tonight and uh my camper right now is sitting at fifty seven degrees. Oh you can hang meat in that, huh? Hey, I just plan to hang meat. I mean uh just be in there myself and uh relaxing. Hang meat. Don't need a refrigerator, just leave it on the counter. I love it. Uh, That's pretty cool. Hi. Um, we said y'all talk about desserts. I've got some brownie and cookie recipes I'm trying, and those, if they come out the way I want them to look, the way I think they should, I'm going to put them on the site, and we're going to take the pies down and only have the handheld pies for uh, featured flavors for events to sell for a resurgence. But brownies and cookies will be shipping items. So, and I'm going to have, I think I'm going to change it to where I have a menu where people can order the cookies or brownies for their own mixes. Tell what mixes they want to be to customize them. All right. We've got uh, two questions. Well, one question in the chat from Nick Griffin talking about the, uh, if you charge, you can have them sign a, sign a waiver. There's always, always ways around yeah. suing somebody, even after you've signed a waiver. Um I know that firsthand. I've had a friend of mine that signed a waiver, got hurt, made made a lot of money. Um, he's missing an arm now, but he he got paid for it. Um, Kent Stamey said uh, we can all just set our generators by Shane because he doesn't mind. If they're inverter <laughs> generators, you can totally put it by my trailer. I don't care. Uh, and then Brian Waller's in the chat now. He said, left break, left break. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Brian Waller. What's up, hey. Brian? Hey, Val. Hey, Brian. I get excited about my peeps. You know that, Sean. Absolutely. My Monday Here's night. I call my Monday night peeps, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always get excited. Linda, if you fly into the closest airport to moonshiners i will come and pick you up oh that'd be cool yeah. oh wow when's that august 4th through the 8th oh i oh i got lots of time to plan that shit. it's my birthday <laughs> weekend i want lots of presents august 7th jesus we know <laughs> so eric remembers he listens that's right. Hey, Linda, we can just stop and pick you up on the way. We'll be passing your house. There you go. Yeah, pretty much, huh? Well, I don't know. In August, I might not be here at the parents because I'm waiting for another place to open up by summer. So I'm hopefully I'm going to be out of here before August. But Where are you going to go? You're already getting uh, kicked out of your parents' house again? They could never do that to me. No, they love me too much being here. I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, probably, um, I'm looking at the Holland, Michigan area or Petoskey because my son lives in Petoskey. And then my other area. Son, I know. Yes. See, you got it, girl. Yes. See. Okay. So my parents right are here. And then my son is in Petoskey right here. And Holland's like kind of, and Grand Rapids is like right there. So, yeah. <laughs> It'll be right there. That's right. That's how we do it, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, we got uh, we got resurgence PPG in the house, by the way. What's oh, up? Yeah, they, 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 they. 
Welcome. So, yeah. whoever picked up Linda, I want to see them with a chauffeur hat and roll out a little red carpet for her. Oh. <laughs> the, the problem... The problem with that is she won't be able to fit that big head of hers after that into the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That'd be cute, though. I'm the queen. Hey, ta uh, uh, Sean, have you given that topic any more thought on the wing? Which, which particular topic? Donation. The wing. The wing. The special. Oh. The special. Well, I, I think um, the topic Thanks. is something that um, you and I need to talk about, not on. No, air. not here, but I'm asking you. I'm asking you, have you thought about it? I've been thinking a lot about it. Um, what are you doing tomorrow? Anything? Give me a call. Sure. For all of, the, for all of you that are wondering, don't worry. It'll all be revealed on Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, hey, Monday, uh, Monday. Amy, yes, Kent, Kent, Kent said, don't forget, his birthday is March 17th. He will be at Kylo's. So he's going to be at Kyle's on the 17th. Not this weekend, but the 17th. March, March 17th. Okay. So when he's, he'll, he'll be in class. He's learning, the, he's training with Kylo. Yeah. Um, and you guys are supposed to go down and meet uh, Kent Stamey. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think guess he's going to be there from the 12th of March until the end of the next week, maybe the 20th or 21st. And I really want to go down there and hang out with them um, and uh, Kyle and everyone. Maybe that's what we can do, guys. Um, how would we go down and hang out with um, with Kent and Kyle one of the weekends that you said that you guys were going to come down here? Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, then you can just do it here. Exactly. That'd be freaking awesome. We'll have a bunch of other you get to people. meet Kyle. Have you met Kyle before? No, not yet. He was on our he was on our podcast like episode number two, way back in the day. But I've never. I mean, so I chatted with him, but I've never actually you know hung out with him. Are hey, you uh, okay with doing that like that? What's that? Are you okay with changing venue? Yeah, I like to drive. I like to fly. It doesn't make any difference. Hey, uh, Dave, Dave Wolf. Air peeps. Dave Wolf said uh, Mark George is looking damn dapper tonight. We had date night. Yeah, I'm losing all my hair. I want to look like Shane one day. Did y'all see the video he put in our uh, clear prop group? Yeah, I, I saw that you were catching a shrimp or something. I told him it was a good thing that shrimp didn't go any further back. My chair would have flipped over. <laughs> what's up, Brian? Mr. Waller. Hey, what's hey, happening, fellas? Sorry, I don't have my normal lighting set up, man. I figured this was kind of a uh, laid-back show. This is just laid-back talking about flying and paramotors. Hey, Sean, <laughs> I just had an idea. Yeah. I know you mentioned the other night we're talking about guinea pigs, and I said no later, but since we're changing venue and all that, talking about going to Kyle's, do you just want to tell them what you were talking about the other night? What do you think? I'm okay if you're okay. What the heck are you? I don't even know what y'all talking about. I, I think we got too much picture of Mark in the picture can you put that camera back <laughs> yeah, there? thank you <laughs> so so what did i miss y'all give me the quick rundown man on moonshiners um august 4th to the 8th it's my birthday weekend so everybody's bringing a present for my birthday for august the 7th 
Um, oh, we yeah. talked about the menu of what we're going to be cooking, and I'm bring I'm doing the desserts, even though it's my birthday. I'm still going to do the desserts for that weekend. And there's a twenty dollar camping fee on the property. Bring a generator. Make sure your camper's full of water. There's a ten dollar ramp fee for those who want to put their equipment trailer, park it on the ramp at the airport. Um, let's see, no vendor fee because they don't want the liability. But Shane talked about how even though you have a waiver of liability, you can still sue someone if you're severely hurt, like someone he knows who lost an arm and still won a lawsuit, even though they signed a waiver. And Sean found out, hey, they've got um, instrumentation to let you know about other planes in the area for our safety. Holy there you go. Hey, I heard it's somebody's birthday that weekend. Whose birthday is it? Nobody. Is it an actual airport or somebody's backyard? It's a real live airport, even though it's in the Tennessee mountains. By golly, they know how to make an airport. I would just like to say before Amy's birthday would be the start of August 4th, which is the wife's birthday. So bring presents for both of them. Chris's <laughs> birthday. Oh, man. August, August 4th is Chris's birthday. Well, wait a minute. Okay. I will You're... have Chris's birthday present. I will hook her up. Well, I had to go back to that we, adult we store. And my get birthday your... for EAA. What's that? Jade, what'd you say? We ditched my birthday on EAA. Well, I will get you both new helmet <laughs> ornaments from the adult store. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, wait, wait, wait! Is this show still PPG rated, man, or are we, we we're not worried about that tonight? Uh, no, we're there's no swear jar, and this is just a talk about paramotors and hand. Oh, yeah, Brian, you already missed it. Mark already ruined all that, so there's no swear yeah. jar. Mark you, ruined but Amy, it Brian, you've lost control. Amy, Amy just no, but just Amy, Hold on, Amy yes. and Jade. For for a hint on what your presence will be, all I'm going to just do is this. All you do is you is that suction cup. Oh yeah, God. it's going to have a suction cup, and if anything Alrighty. goes through your, prop, I want to see it. I if anything goes see. to a prop, you will what? never tell anybody what went through your prop. <laughs> no, oh, that's going to be on your helmet. Oh what? my goodness! Hey, I might have a picture of what your netting can catch. We we don't want to accidentally have that thing fall off, go through a prop, and break it. Because what are you going to tell everybody what broke your prop? That's what I'm saying. You'll never tell anybody what broke your prop. Must have been a bird strike. But if my, you're a guy, you can't tell anybody. But I can tell somebody. Oh, uh, just just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Will, how's it going, brother? I'm looking forward to flying with you this weekend, man. Yeah, man, we're going to be seeing each other here in a couple of days. Dude, I can't wait, man. Yeah. The, uh, fly in is 20. Yeah, man. Oh, that's awesome. Did you see the in this panel is coming? Did wow. you guys see the weather report for Swanee? No. Yeah, yeah perfect. With top, top with uh, perfect. Oh, yes. I can't <sighs> wait. Wish I could go there. I am so jelly. Dude, it was 70 degrees here and no wind, and I didn't fly today. I was just too tired, man. I, I spent all day working on the greenhouse, putting up netting and stuff, and I, I missed a great opportunity to fly. But uh, sometimes you get other stuff you got to work on, man. That's right. Yep. 
Same thing happens. here. I had 65 degrees all day. They didn't get to fly. I had to work all damn day. Damn. Mm. What's going on, Nick? How are you, man? I'm doing okay. Just uh, got done with after three fly-ins, spent four days at home, and I'm back on the road again uh, doing fly-ins and working. So, so that's all you're doing now, Nick, is you're just doing fly-ins. What's the last fly-ins that you've been to? Uh, I was at uh, Salton Sea, Flying Circus, went to Glamis Dunes and flew. We flew up in Arizona to a different airport. I got to fly an airport here uh, in Virginia already. And I'll be going uh, another airport later in the week, and then I'm going up to Florida for three weeks. How do you afford such a thing? How, how can you afford to just keep on going to fly-ins? Uh, I, I don't get it. You, well, the company I work for, I'm working as I'm out. So, like, I'm on a very, very high-paying job right now. Except for it's going to take me longer than expected. I uh, tipped the excavator on its side today. You did? Yeah, I what? slipped it in a hole here about an hour ago and flipped it on its side. So I got to get it dug out tomorrow. Were you wearing your seatbelt? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> did, did, you, did you come tumbling out of it? No, I, I held on to the joystick, <laughs> tried, to, tried to ride it, and I had to try for how to get out after uh, I shut it down because I'm going to fall in the uh, pit full of water I was sitting over. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, so your job is allowing you to go to all these flyings and you tip over a excavator. You I may not have this job anymore. I, I run the company. Oh, you're the owner. I own my own company. I work for a, uh, a maintenance company. We do all the Dollar Generals, Walgreens, all kinds of different big corporations. Must be nice. Um, be a new camper. Possibly a new truck here soon because uh, I think 380,000 miles of mine is about to have to get the maintenance done. Probably. Hey, Brian Haybill, did you say that you went to a flying before too? Yeah, I've been to a few of them. Which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Which ones uh, you gone to? So, so I went to Swanee um, last fall. It was awesome. Um, before that, right before that, I went to uh, Flight. If you got it, fly in. That's where I met Will and Nick for the first time. That's where I met Shane for the first time. Um, I met JP at Swanee. I went to Palm Bay last year just briefly for the day, but uh, didn't spend much time there. Probably, you know, four or five hours. That was it. To come down to Arizona, man. So, one of the things, <laughs> yeah. one of the things I'm trying to figure you out forgot me, Brian. One of the things that I'm trying to figure out since I've never been to a fly-in before, and that's the whole reason why we're doing this podcast, is what to expect at a fly-in. So total freaking chaos. Is it chaos? Uh, I'll, hey, I'm gonna tell you something. I went to EFD, Endless Foot Drag, last year, and I, that's the only huge event that I've been to. And they had it down to what what was supposed to be done. They had the rules laid out. They had a rule sheet. You had a sign-in. You everybody had numbers. Uh, every day we had a pilot briefing at four o'clock. Every mean, day. Yeah. What do you mean everybody had numbers? What does that mean? Uh, you're well. Uh, I, I think you had a registered pilot number or whatever. I mean, I don't know what that was. It was whatever they filled in. Did you have to like wear a number like you're running no, a marathon? No. No. Oh, okay. no, well, they, no. They planned on doing that. They originally wanted to have people put number, you know, a big round number on your cage, but then they kind of at the end didn't do it. 
So, but I like the fact that they had a pilot briefing every day because if there were issues arising, they were things that could be addressed immediately. So there weren't more mistakes happening. They'd go over, they had events laid out for every day, like kite wars and different things. Um, uh, they had classes. A lot of your experts were there, you know, guys that know how to repack shoots and safety precautions. A lot of people that were instructors. So every day they had classes set up that you could go uh, attend and listen to the speakers. And uh, it, it was very in, in, informative. I, I really enjoyed it myself. It, I'll tell you, though, a week of that, you're wore out after that week. I promise you. During during a fly-in, how many flights do you normally get? I mean, do you normally go out and fly, or is it more of a, you know, you just go up and fly for a little bit and then hang out with friends? I mean, what, what, what do you guys normally do? I mean, it's different. I, my, you know, I, us at Fort, you know we, were, we were a vendor, so I had to try to fit in the flying in the mornings and the afternoon. And the day I was... Uh, I was pinning the tent, you know, and dealing with customers. But mostly it's, it's flying when you can fly and mingle and hang out and eat and drink and have a good time. Interesting. Yeah, I've only been a few, man, and the rules have kind of been across the board. Um, we, we, you know, I had one flying that I went to that there was never a safety meeting at all, ever. And, you know, people would, I saw, at one point where there was five people, beginners or, or paramotor pilots, they were lining up and sitting out their wings, trying to take off cross runway. And one dude just flew low and buzzed everybody and blew up all their wings. Um, so, I mean, there's D bad moments, man. There's accidents. I actually, I, I literally watched a guy at Swanee break his back. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, stuff happens. They, they say if, you know, bring extra props, um, go to fly-ins to watch and entertain yourself, but not to fly, you know, is basically with a rule of thumb in, our, in training, especially for beginners. I went to my first fly-in at Swanee where I flew with a lot of people. Dude, I was in the air, and there was probably 50 other paramotor pilots in the air with me at the same time in a small one-square-mile one airspace. And uh, – I was trying to get on the ground and it, it took me a while to get a clear landing to the ground because there was too many people and there was no communications. There was no general line of communications. Um, nobody's on the same frequency. You know, you might get a two or three people that are flying together that are flying on the same frequency to communicate with each other. The rest of people have no comms. Hmm. So a lot of them are free for alls, man. You, you know, know what you get into. Um, I think the biggest thing I'm worried about is like, you know, with all the pilots in the air, because I've seen some of these videos where people are at flyings and there's just so many people everywhere. I think I'm worried more about, you know, uh, mid-air collision. Um, how often does that happen? Keep your head on a swivel. Right. But how often that, does that happen at a flying mid-air collision? We had, we had two of them at, at uh, Salton Sea. Uh, one at uh, Moe's, and then we had one death at uh, Derek Flying Circus. Yeah, I saw that. Like at Swanee, they told people when they got there, when they had a couple of safety briefings, was tell people to stay in a left-hand pattern. You know, so there's there's certain things you can do. But 
But you get a lot well, of Swanee, that's that's because of the airport. Yeah, in a pattern. Yep. You always familiarize yourself in an airport. They either have a left or right hand pattern. That's what you need to stay in. Because yeah, aircraft does look for you. I guess the biggest thing about Swanee is they have a med- medical helicopter there, and when it comes or goes, you get the hell out of the way. It comes <laughs> first. No, it, it's not. It's not because it'll knock you out of the sky, but. They're, they're going or coming back from a call or going to a call. And uh, the last thing you want to do is slow up the, of, you know, getting someone medical help by being in the damn way. So when that thing starts turning on the ground, you either fly away or, or get down and get out of the way. Um, and they'll tell you 52,000 times, do not fly over the runway. You only get your warning is when they tell you don't fly over the runway. At Swanee, so don't fly over the runway. Hmm. I think the only rule in flying over at EFD was not flying over the campers or over the hangars. We weren't supposed to do that. You don't mill above the field. They want you to take off. You can go out in the field out past the landing and takeoff zone. Yeah, yeah. They didn't want you hanging around the LZ for sure. But I mean, everybody was real respectful with that at, at that event. And even the, even at like, uh, at most flying circus, which there's, you know, 150 guys in here at one time, it was all, everybody was watching out for each other. There was no major issues, even though there was, you know, at times there'd be a hundred guys in a half mile area just flying together. Going back to the uh, new pilots, I still consider myself a very new pilot, even though I got just over a year. Um, Something to remember as a new pilot if you're not one of the first ones up in the morning, you're going to have a hard time uh, getting in line and taking off. You're going to feel a lot of pressure. And in the evening time, everybody's going to come in pretty much at the same time. So remember yeah. that if you can land 15, 20 minutes before the sun goes down, you'll have a lot more room. You'll have less obstacles, which is people coming in, landing and, and uh taking their wings up off the field. Um, I did that at uh, Dave Purden's. If I wasn't one of the first couple ones up in the morning, I I felt too much pressure. I still flew, but it was, it was, it was hectic, but I went live on Facebook almost every night that I was there because I landed probably a good 30 minutes before I had to um, just so I didn't have so much uh, of the obstacles on uh, coming in to land. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah, I, I did the same thing in Swanee. You know, I, 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 I landed. It was perfect flying conditions. There was a bunch of paramotors in the sky. I want to watch the sunset. But I knew if I waited till and watched the sunset, I was going to be coming in with 30 other people. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I was still a beginner. I still like to land before sunset just because, you know, I know it gets really dark really quick. And during the summertime, the mosquitoes and the bugs just swarm like immediately after the sun sets. Um, and, and that's just, that's a bother. I don't like that. Bugs. You. Huh. Don't come to Florida. Good Lord. Been to Florida. I dig it. Not at that time of night. <clears throat> but hey, Sean. Um... Yeah. We came on, you were, you were talking about the moonshiners, and we got sidetracked on Swanee, I think. But so, what, what's your plan, man, on moonshiners? You're coming, right? 
100% I'm going. Um, this is the only one that I actually plan on doing just because of everything that's going on in life, right? Um, okay. But I will. I will make sure that from the 4th to the 8th, uh, I will make sure that oh. my work is taken care of and I will make it there no matter what's going on in my life. I mean, cross our fingers, nothing horrible happens. But as far as I'm concerned, I will make it there. And this is the only one that I'm going to make it to. So I'm going to make it to this one who wants to be there and who wants to hang out, make, make like a big clear prop get together over at moonshiners. I would love to do such a thing. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to be there brother. And, and uh, I'm going to do what I can do to, to help you get there. I'm planning a trip to new England, um, July and August um, timeframe, anywhere from four to eight weeks to however long I can make it work with the greenhouse. I'm going up to Maine, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New York, um, got a bunch of people I want to fly with up there and, uh, I'm going to plan on probably hitting this one on the way back. Um, but I will be there, whatever it takes as far as scheduling goes. Um, I plan on meeting you there, man, for the first time for sure, brother. We're going to party like it's 1999. Ah, oh, yeah. I, love I started that. partying in 1999. I hadn't stopped yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, well, we got some birthdays that we have to, you know, celebrate while we're there. Um, we're going to just get together and, you know, get together as a big clear prop, you know, peeps and stuff like that. And uh, we, I mean, we just got to go. I mean, we got to make it happen. Uh, you know, Shane said he's going to make steaks, I think. And uh, Amy said he's going to, she's going to bring her, uh, her special pies. So this is going to be good. I'm, I'm excited. John. Sean, Kent, Kent was talking in the chat earlier about that. Um, if we can do like maybe a whoever on the panel wants to join in or whatever, we kind of throw a donation together and we just make a big cook out of it all weekend long. That would be awesome. And uh, we can, you know, cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and and uh, everything's already covered and, and uh, paid for. Oh, I like that. So, so what you're saying is, let's put some money in the pot for for clear prop food, buy all the food. Then, for the time that we're there, we don't have to worry about uh, spending any money for food. We got it. Hey, yeah. there, there's this pirate that you might know that lives in the North <laughs> Carolina area. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be there, and uh, he also has access to all kind of organic meat. He's got buddies that's got farms. And when we, we, we came to Florida a couple of weeks ago, he showed up with all kind of meat, man. We cooked all kind of sausage and steak and pork chops. He's going to be bringing us some stuff, man. Brooke, hook us up. I hope he's out there and hope he hears us. Is he in the chat? Is he listening to this? Um, I don't know, but he'll hear me. <laughs> <laughs> when you call him. <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh, yo, this is what we're going to do. Hey, I also heard, too, that uh, we might have a new uh, co-host on the show. On yeah. which show? On on our ClearProc yeah, show. I, I like that, Shane. Uh, which I, I think I think there's I something so called, many going on. I think that there's something called ClearProptv.com. <laughs> there what it is. I, I was just trying to get a drop plug in there, Brian. I, I wonder how many people that are watching this on a Friday night are like, so who are these people? I've never seen them before. Well, we are normally, we normally hang out on Monday nights uh, over at clearproptv.com and it's 7 p.m. 
central 8 p.m eastern that we get together and we go live and if you want to know where we are you just go to clearproptv.com uh, what was that i think it was clearproptv.com yeah. there's a lot of people on this panel that we all know by dot coms like like shane he is uh shane.com that's right and, and linda she is um paramount <laughs> Linda is um Paramount. Oh can't stay me. Can't stay me in the chat just dropped 50 bucks on y'all. What? 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 Yes. And nice down out. And why are you not on here chatting with us, brother? Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. I think he's at work. Oh, gotcha, Bless gotcha. I could and, be wrong. My man, my man's got the worst. He's got the third shift. He's got the the worst doggone uh, schedule I've ever seen. He hey, works hey, like that. That fifty dollar donation says Clear Prop Moonshiner's meal plan. So there we go. I think we got steaks for the first time. Oh, oh, oh. Can't can't wait to meet you, brother. Can't wait to meet you, man. Absolutely. Brian, do me a Thank favor. You so much. When you when you meet Kent, just walk up and just jump at him because you won't move him. He's a big <laughs> mountain of a man. <laughs> Wait, you did meet him, Brian. You didn't meet him at uh Vail. He was at Vail, North Carolina. Then I did meet him probably. He had him and and the other guy went to uh, that other unidentified uh, school. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! No, it's not the guy you said was. Hooked in backwards because I met yes. him. That's no, him. No, no, That's no. Kid. him. Dude, this was a, a, a skinny guy, smaller no. than me. No, no, no. <laughs> Kent is a very large man. And he hooked in backwards, and that's why that's how he and I met because I just felt like Charlie is the guy I remember. The okay. Hooked in backwards. There was there were six pilots. Yeah. Well, I, I should say there were six ex-students of... I gotta go get some more vodka, be right back. All right. If I remember correctly, there were six. Amy, do you still have ears or did they stay in the helmet? Uh, Amy's muted. So I took his on and said, that's a bicycle. I mean, the a motorcycle football helmet. Look, I didn't want and He went and ripped it off. I was like, he thought took my earring out. <laughs> because before I did the cheese strap was still on, then he went to take Pull it off or get it. It's like, how my earring? He's like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, my right ear is really red. My earring ah. almost got ripped out. So, Bill, Brian. I think I knew him. So, Bill, this is my helmet. That was Mark's. And this, it didn't have that football motorcycle look I didn't want. And I got this. It's the only one that looks good on me. And Bill, we're getting it Tiger Shock Hot or Drip. So, there we go. <laughs> I, I don't think you can wear the earrings with that with the helmet though, Amy. No, the, the earrings well, will kind of like squish your little earlobes and like fall, you know. Well, yeah. the other times I've gone up and had a helmet on, I've always had these earrings in. Mark got them for me for Valentine's one year, and I've never taken them out. The only time they've come out when the back came off one time, but I found it. But um, I've always flown with them in too. With him, oh, okay. this is the first time Mark's taking a helmet off of me. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, hey, let me ask you. The earring. Hey, Kent, stay me in the chat. If you could put in there if you met Brian or not at Vale, 
he had major the the white uh, American bulldog. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to change it. There we go. <laughs> um, Brian, he I don't know if um, did you get any um, good lord, did you get any honey, homemade honey from? Uh, yes, I got two, two or three jars of honey. Yes. Okay. So it was a heavy set older guy, and then there was Kent, just a gigantic mountain of a man. He when you see him, you can't. He's not. He's not forgettable. <laughs> he's now, so I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, he the, um the big ass dude that gave me the jar of honey. Yes. Yeah. You I'm took it you. because you were scared not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, dude, that was some good honey. I put it on a couple butts and smoked it, man, just like you taught me. And I made a lot of people happy. Yeah, mm. this weekend. I, I have I have held on to that honey since the fly-in, and I've used it a couple times, but I've been very sparingly with it. Um, I'm bringing it this week or next weekend to uh, the fly-in because I'm doing two pork butts um, over there. So, do but, we need to plan a menu? On what? On this? On next weekend? No, well, for moonshiners, what to eat? Like. I guess we could. I mean, we have plenty of time. I mean, we got a minute or two. Um, um, Kent, Kent Stamey said yes. Brian yeah. was the very first person I spoke to. <laughs> I would like, if I if I could, um, I would like to uh, to share a couple things real quick. Uh, first of okay. all, one of the things that we're doing over on ClearProp is we're giving away uh, personalized flags, you know, the big ones. We also are doing some uh, other smaller ones and uh, we're getting some new productions in. We just got these in today to, to see the quality. And uh, this is what we got going on right now. These are the ones that hang this way and they're printed on both sides. And yes, that is my real phone number. If you want to text me, text me, let me know who you are. And we can be para friends. So I figured that this would be something really. <laughs> so so I got this because I figured if I'm parking someplace and I'm flying, if I put this in the window and have it hanging, then people know how to contact me if they want to get up with me. And I think it's really cool. Got this one. This is the packaging, by the way. Really nice packaging. And it's Sean, Sean. I tried that same uh, sales tactic with the wife where we first met. Very nice packaging. But um, bump. So it comes with these. It comes with these clips right here, which is pretty cool. It comes in a nice bag. And you got all going on. Well, you know, I mean, these are these are the things that we're going to be trying to, to sell and to give away. And like I said, we're, we're putting these out there with all sorts of different designs. So this is one I got for Tommy. That's cool. You're making noise, Linda. So we got uh, this design. We can put your dot com in there and you can say, and you can say whatever you want to say. I just put on the one you see flying the paramotor clear prop TV. And once again, both sides. So that's what I wanted to show you guys. So we've got a bunch of different 
fun things that we're going to be putting together that we're going to be uh, selling and the proceeds are going to be going to help disabled veterans with their equipment after they go through training and they need equipment. So that's what we're doing to do it. Plus, instead of donating to the show, which totally I appreciate you, but instead of donating, how about you buy things that are really cool and the proceeds go to help clear prop and other things. That's what we're trying to do. Even though we love the, 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 the donations, it seems to be more fun when you can say, Hey, I'm going to donate 50 bucks and then you get something in the mail. That's cool. So that's what we're doing. Thank you for letting me, you know, take the stage from y'all. I, I have a question for Will. Oh, oh, oh. Uh -oh. Will fly. What are you expecting to, to, uh, experience at, uh, this Swanee fly-in. Uh, I'm expecting pretty much what I, I what I had at uh, uh, Fly If You Got It. You know, just hanging out with a bunch of guys and talking and learning some new stuff and seeing some new things. As a matter of fact, hold on. Be right back. He's gonna go for a jog. He'll be back in five minutes. I thought he was gonna say same thing I got from the other fly-in, an STD. <laughs> <laughs> This just came in the mail today. If you can see it. If I get it just right. Yeah, I'm take that background off. Might take the take the background off. Jay, did you say it's big and play? What'd you say? What? Don't make that face at me, girl. Long. long, long I guarantee black. you it is really long. <laughs> Tell if if someone what does, is if someone sees uh, Tommy out there, don't let him. Don't don't tell him about the flag yet. He doesn't know about it yet. Oh. Okay. Here we I go. I don't think I don't Eric. I don't think Jade can handle both of us in one weekend. Just so no. you know, right? Can you see it? No. Let me spotlight you Barely. so we can see. It's. I see something black and white. Night tube tail. Black and white. Yeah. Oh, what is that? It's a tube tail. I don't understand. <gasps> I want one of them. You hang it off the back <laughs> of your wing. Long. Sweet. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, oh. the reason the reason I thought about it is because I saw I saw this at uh, Flight if you got it, and then man, that is really cool. It's just uh, um, let's see if I can get that to where you can see it. It fills so, with air. And so it's like a windsock. Yeah. But you hang it off the back of your paramotor, right? Yeah. No, you hang it off the back of your wing. Okay, same thing. No, no. no wing no. is different than paramotor. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so hang, I'm, I'm excited to, get to try that. that. Has anyone well, tried one of these? Uh, no. I haven't, but we flew in Galveston this year, and there's a guy down there that had a 30-foot one, and he was flying with it with no issues. Quintana. Well, I hate what, to admit it, his is longer than mine. What? What? How? how uh, what, the, what line do you dead. do? You, what line do you clip it on? Like the center. Like you know, what? There's the center line. It's not really the center. It's just to the left, just like you yeah. would attach your chase cam, or just to the right. It's your D line, I believe. So it'd be your C yes. line because you don't yes. want to put it on the D line because that would no. back in the. It, it's the it's where the D line I guess would fasten. That's right. There some paramotor wings have a little loop up there. Yes, on the loop. Yep. 
And uh, the only thing that I did change is I, I changed, I created a new bridle because I didn't like it, the flimsy one that came with it. So I went to Lowe's and got a. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so just just for fun, can you stretch it out real quick? Since yeah. you know, <laughs> so we, we can really see the lens. We really want to see how long it is. Yeah, we want to see the length of it. Yeah, Sean, right. Sean's this always asking the random guy. I'm going to see how long it is. Jade might want to look at it if she wants one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I want to know where he got it from. I mean, hook it up, hook it up, hook it up to your, to your, to your monitor or something. Then, then stretch it out down through the hall. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, let's try not to over talk one another. All right, over what? Let's not try to over talk one another like that. You broke that. Yeah, what? Look Where at him, he's going? gone. We're all super hey, excited. How long is that thing? That's yeah, how big the Well, Will, what'd you say the length of that was? 20 feet. It's a magnum. It's no, a we're magnum. talking about your wiener. <laughs> 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that for, just ran by. For all of you oh, that are oh, listening oh, to this podcast. wiener that I pet often. <laughs> so for all of you that are listening to this podcast and wonder what we're talking about yeah no worries that just goes to show some of the fun stuff that comes out of going that's right flying, yeah you know? so so you're showing us that uh the more things that are fun real big things are really more fun right Wow. Wow. Um, so, so when <laughs> I get behind you, Sean, <laughs> so Will, wow. when I get behind you and it becomes a 10 foot um, ribbon, don't look at me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this it? Is this what we're talking about? Yes. Yes. Heck yeah, man. That's my buddy, Brooks Sheffield. He's a, uh, He's a pirate. He's going to be on our show soon. Well, what's what does he have? Does he have a, does he have a, does he have a dot com? Ppgpirate.com. Why are we getting such an echo now? That was just dot me saying com. dot com at the same time. Dot com. Everybody's saying dot com at the same time. <laughs> dot com. Hey, Will. So, yeah. What was that website? Ppg. Oh man. Uh, I can. Uh, you said fly it. Like you oh. got it or something. Hey, uh, no, hey, that was the flying that I went to where I saw that tail for the first time. Oh, Jade, Jade, if you go, to, if you'll go that story to, before, man. <laughs> hey, Jade, if you'll go to Stunt Kite, any if you'll go to any of the Stunt Kite uh, websites, you'll be able to find that tail. Okay. So you can always find a tail at a dot com. Good deal. Right. Hey, but but let me ask you this: Isn't there something? In our FAR 103 about um, having like flags on us, is that not considered a flag? I've seen a, it, uh, I've seen it, nothing but internet people all over the internet flying Trump flags and from their feet, from their wings, and everything else, and you don't see anybody getting in any trouble, do you? The reason the I'm, reason why if you get in trouble, I'm just asking if no, it's part of the 103. The reason why it's not a so, so like Tucker got, he could not fly to his flag. 
Tucker got flag off the back of his uh, wing because he gets paid. You can't get paid for advertisement. So if I, I flew, I flew my wing <clears throat> with my, with my, uh, my flag and I don't get in trouble because I don't make any money off of YouTube. So what they're trying to do is keep, let's say Ron Johns from calling me up saying, Hey, I'll give you 500 bucks to fly up and down the beach with our banner behind you. I couldn't do that. That would be against the FR 103. But if you're not making any money, you could fly your, your own flag or what have you. So Shane, I have a question because we know, I know, I know for a fact that this happens because we've investigated it because one of my early partners in Paris Swag wanted to look at doing this and getting sponsorships. But we've seen even locally hang gliders, or not hang gliders, but uh, skydivers have customized wings with advertisements for Remax coming in and dropping into football games and stuff. So what's the difference in that? I don't know. You got Charlie Soap. He's, his whole wing is Charlie Soap wing. I don't, I don't know Nirvana where that. I had their logo on big wings and stuff that they shipped out. Nirvana's got their stuff all over their wings. I think what it is, like on advertising as far as like on your wing, as long as someone doesn't pay you to put that on your wing, they just give it to you or gift it to you, you can take it. But I don't think they can say, hey, I'm going to – you know, pay you to put this on your wing. And now I want you to go fly over here and then fly over there. As soon as someone directs you where to fly, then that's illegal. If you just, if you just have it on your wing and you just fly like you normally do, I'm, I'm going to fly where I want to. You can, you can do that. And that's legal. If uh, you fly your paramotor in a movie, if you just happen to be flying uh, around and uh, somebody's filming it and they put it in a movie, that's legal. But if a director says, hey, fly your paramotor over this way, across this way, so I can get this shot, that's illegal. So Todd, yep. Todd, from, Todd from Resurgence says you can't advertise or, or, or fly for profit. Yeah. So if Remax gives a paramotor pilot a wing, a free wing, yeah, a free wing. That's that's good, it's, right. it's perfectly legal. I was given my my flag from Craig Taylor, wickedwinglogos.com. Um, so Linda doesn't know it, but she started a trend, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one on the panel can say dot com. It's always dot com. <laughs> it's always dramatic. But anyways, um, Sean, um, Todd also says Sean is correct. Both of my wings have logos on them. So if you're if you're gifted something, it's not paid for profit or not given for profit. I don't know. You're not you're not paid to fly. You're given something that you end up flying. But that's but that's something. Goes. But that's like on your wing though. But as far as like a uh, a banner or something towed behind it. I think there's something that said in the FAR 103 or some of the rules that said that you're not allowed to pull a banner behind you, no matter what it says. It could just be like a red, white, and blue banner. It doesn't have to say anything, but isn't there something that says that we can't have a banner? Todd? Todd, where are you at? Todd? 
because I know that you can put advertisements or, or something on a wing as long as you don't get paid for it, but still it's that banner thing, towing a banner. I think that is. I'm starting to think that I saw a video of someone having a guy fly a paramotor with a banner saying, will you marry me? And the guy yeah, that was asked her was on the ground when she looked up, saw the banner. Then when she turned around, he was on the ground on his knee with a ring. That's how he proposed to her. He didn't propose to her. The reason a guy gets down on his knee is not to propose to her. It's <laughs> Shut to up, John. <laughs> I know who you're proposing to. <laughs> and I can correct you because then I'll be saying too much. <laughs> yeah, but a banner is like advertising, though. I think that's what they're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you can fly any banner as long as it's not for advertisement. Uh, Kent Stanley says if anybody wants to give him a free wing, they can put whatever they want on it. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm the same way. Whatever you want. I don't know about all that. Okay, whatever oh. they want on it, that uh, that's kind of broad. I would be careful. Yeah. No, no, I'm seriously. Thinking, I don't care what it says. Don't care. I don't care what dot com it gonna, is. We're going to put a picture okay. that Amy sent me from the yeah. store that her and Kristen were I on. will oh, fly yeah. that and I will be happy with my new wing. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, you'll be happy with it. No, I don't either. I, really I love chatting with y'all, man. I, re I really do, man. But I got a couple other things I need to do tonight. Uh, but as far as this this chat was about was was the flying in and moonshiners. Uh, Sean, I got you covered, man. On gas, don't worry about that. Okay. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. And uh, I know I know you hadn't received a check from me yet. I'm still calculating. What are you, are you are you pulling a camper? You gonna get eight miles per gallon? Or are you coming on a no? A, I'm just gonna, gonna, no. I'm just gonna be taking uh, the Jeep. Uh, gets about good twenty miles a gallon on the on the highway. I plan on staying in the Jeep in the back. I'm gonna put a, a, a I guess you a mattress or something there. You won't have to do that, Sean. What? Oh hell, that I got a Winnebago. Everybody's got campers. Everybody's got campers. I'm Just decide who you want to sleep with. Well, hey, I don't know. My wife, <laughs> my wife, my wife not, may not be coming, so I can't say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Wait a minute. No, I got a comment about my I, wife may not be coming. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh. All right. So, Sean, yeah. I'm bringing my 14-man tent if uh, you bring an air mattress and whatever else you need, you can stay there with me. Um, if uh, you're too good for that, you can go spend the night at, at, with the Winnebago there. Or I believe Jade and I'm not going to volunteer them, but I believe they have a, a toy hauler. Seems like yeah, there's you can lots have of back, different... back bedroom. Seems like there's lots. Well, I'm going to be there for what? All day the 4th? Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. I mean, that's five days. I can sleep with five different people. I mean, five, with five, I can sleep in the same. <laughs> Shut up. Ah, <laughs> go, man. I'm glad you're my friends, or else I disown you. <laughs> Linda's like, maybe I should go. Like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm just like. Back in the background here, just listen to all this. It's so like, oh, okay. You guys, you guys. So, guys, that apples, EFD, and moonshiners. If I, 
I'll, I'll make a promise to you guys. We will definitely make moonshiners if we don't make anything else. Hey, and that's I great. Will, that's, I want to see all you guys. Too. I want to meet all you guys. And I want a good birthday. I, I will I'm tell you guys Brian, right now. Brian told me to keep rolling, so we just yeah. oh. no, hey I'm guys, I'm I'm having a sneezing fit, and uh, I got something else going on. But literally, I'm gonna bail. Hey, I'm gonna bail. Hey, <laughs> Brian, y'all take care. Hey, we'll see y'all all at a fly-in soon. I can't wait. Um, Sean, dude, moonshiners, I can't wait. Um, next weekend, whoever is at Swanee, we're gonna rip it up. Weather's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. Um, Shane, or, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Skinny Chef Shane. He, he apparently knows how to cook some stuff, so maybe we'll eat. We'll see. Will Will be there as well. Will fly, dude. Yeah. Looking forward to Steve again, brother. No Me doubt. Too. Yeah, two days uh, coming. Heck yeah, man. We're gonna do some barrel rolls and all kind of good stuff. <laughs> On the ground, you got some bringing barrels. <laughs> we can roll over. Heck yeah. Peace out, guys. See you next time. Brian, I hope I don't have I hope you don't have uh, hay fever. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Thanks, Brian. So if you guys have ever seen the uh, any of the videos from the Moonshiners fly-ins, the scenery is to die for. If you've never seen has Sean, anybody here on the panel right now been to Moonshiners before? Nope. Not. Anybody have video that they would like to nope. share? Like post a video of their the, the Moonshiners flying in the chat? Maybe. If you, uh, if you type in on YouTube, Sean, Moonshiners, whatever. Because um, I've watched a couple. Or actually, if you go to their page, I think they have video from uh, people that Facebook have uploaded page. Yeah, they have uploaded video. The scenery, I'm telling you right now, I am so super excited about. Just that alone. Yeah. I, I live in Florida. Everything's flat. So, you know, you don't really get uh, rolling hills of any kind. But up there, that's what I think that's why I was such a big fan of Dave Purden's is, is the, uh, the mountains. I don't know if you call them mountains or hills. I'm from Florida. They were gigantic, so they call them, I call them mountains. But uh, mountains it it was amazing. I've I've watched a lot of video, and it looks like Arkansas. Really beautiful. Matter of fact, I'm kind of watching some now that uh, I, I see the second annual Moonshiners fly in, and I'm watching that video, and it looks pretty awesome i'm i'm pretty stoked what, what's what's the weather like in august there does anybody know i have no idea if anybody's been there before put something in the chat or in the comments you can pull up you can pull up farmer's almanac and and uh see what the average uh temperature is that time of year yeah that's too much effort right now well, that's close. That's not too far away from Asheville, right? The mountains Correct. of North Carolina. I lived there. For, I lived there for twenty years. So, I mean, August is still going to be hot. It's not going to be Central Florida hot, but it'll still be warm. But the evening times. What's the evening times like? Roughly, it can cool down. It's you know to a comfortable temperature. 
definitely campable. Well, the good thing about, you know, flying paramotors is that no matter what the temperature is down on the ground, all you got to do is go up to like, you know, 2,500 feet and it's air conditioned. Yeah, I mean, yep. So, I mean, you can actually, you know, get chills. I went up to 5,000 feet during the summertime when it was 100 degrees on the ground and, you know, my fingers started getting numb at 5,000. So good air conditioning up there. Really. I seriously got to get the mile high club. Good Lord. I mean, you almost, you almost made it in your toes. Yeah, I know. It's a 49, 48 or 4,900 feet. That's close enough, dude. You can call it. No, I, I actually want to climb. I, I say this every time. I don't know why I don't. It's not like I'm scared. I just, I have no idea. Well, it's so cool to be flying down low and, and foot dragging and skimming over treetops and chasing you know, hogs, chasing hogs, kicking owls. I know, right? No. Hey, I, I did think about picking up one of those piglets, though, man. <laughs> that was flying over. Just go down like, there and with your feet and grab and Yeah, roll. just pick one up. Oh, and then I could just picture myself being in the same situation as Dell. Oh. Well, hey, I don't think know, anybody I'm, cares about the hogs. I mean, the hogs are open season because nobody likes them. They're just, they're varmints. What's that, Will? That's my favorite part is flying low, too. But yeah. I'd like to, uh, you know, 5,280 feet. I mean, I'm game, and I just don't want to do it by myself. So, hey, give it some thought. Maybe we can do it while we're at uh, Swan. Uh, there we Swan. go. There we go. Let's let's find out. Let's let's make a list of things to do over at well, Moonshiners, of course, maybe Swanee, but at Moonshiners, let's figure out things to do that we can all do together, like go up to uh, to to the Mile High Club and 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 fly at five thousand some feet and hit that. So mile. here, all right. So here's the thing. At Dave Purden's, my altitude or altimeter was set for for ocean level, sea level. Right. So I climbed to 1,500 feet, and I wasn't but 400 feet off the ground. Does that count <laughs> if I go up to if I go up to uh, yeah, 5,000? Well, well, we'll have to, we'll have to do it, you know, for ASL, not MSL. So you know. Yeah, I was climbing above the clouds, got fogged in a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm 1,500 feet. And I looked down, I'm like, why can I see that deer so clearly in the field? Because <laughs> I'm only 400 feet off the ground. There's some apps that you can put on. I don't know if you have an Apple Watch, but with apps, you just tap a button, and it will show you what your altitude is with a little altimeter. Uh, uh, stupid backgrounds. So let me ask Eric. Or Jade, have you guys been over, been to the Mile High Club? Not in the paramotors. Ha-ha! <laughs> Why? Anybody, anybody else on the panel? George, uh, Mark, have you been to uh, Mile High on the paramotor? Are y'all talking to Mark? Yeah. Hang on, let me what? go get him. No, Amy, you can answer this. Has Mark has Mark gone to the Mile High Club on his paramotor? No, I don't know. Hang on. All I hear is Eric saying, "I haven't been on the Mile High on a paramotor." Now, when I come back in the room, that's Jane just going. Most, 
Jade has the most adorable faces, dude. She doesn't realize her face. Just, she makes the funniest faces. So, Jade, her. Jade, what is the highest you've been in your paramotor? I don't know. I would say it was probably my graduation day because on the way back down, my ears were popping. So, and I was, I don't know. I don't know. It was some somewhere to make my ears pop. That's all I know. 500 or 5,280 feet is one mile. Correct. So long as you get up to at least that altitude above the, uh, you know, above your LZ, you made it to one mile. And let me tell you, when you look down at that altitude, it looks high. But it doesn't scare you. It isn't mm -hmm. like a scary thing. It's like I zoomed out on Google, you know, uh, satellite view. So it's not that bad. Okay. So, Will, do you have um, Cena? Like on her helmet? No. Will, do you have communications on your helmet like Cena? Will, I guess I should unmute. No, I don't have Cena. Um, but I mean, I've got, uh, uh, you know, the two-way. I don't know if you have that. No, I just have the Cena and a cell phone. I guess we'll have the cell phone when we get to a mile and say, do we want to keep going to 10? <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and 10, try thousand. that. Hey, at Moonshiners, let's try to make it to 10. Let's go to 10,000. That'll, that'll be our goal. You guys, from here on up, to uh, August when we get to Moonshiners. Let's plan on Moonshiners getting up to 10,000 feet. 10,000 actual feet or from the sea level? Actual feet. I'm going with sea level. Not at 10,000. Yeah. The reason that's kept me from doing it, I really did get spooked. You know, I get uh, 3,000 feet and to me that's like, uh, it's just everything looks different you know with your feet dangling and it's just a perspective that you're not used to seeing right you know well see when we cross the river here to go to the beach we we suggest anywhere from 2500 to 3000 um to cross the river that way if anything happens you're in dead center of the river and your motor goes out you have more than twice what you need to get back how freaking wide is that river? <laughs> it, well, listen to what I said. You have twice the amount of glide that you need to get back. Okay, in so other words, why why risk it and land 18 feet shy of the shore when you can go twice as far past the shore? But we it's just a safety thing. It's it's roughly about a the shortest, it's about a mile, mile wide. What, what so, river is this? It's the Indian River Lagoon. Okay. And we, we, we aim for the, Where the shortest. Are. Yeah, we, we aim for the narrowest part of the river. Um, it may even only be three quarters of a mile, but at 3,000 feet, you have no concerns if you're, if you're like halfway and your motor stops and you can't get it restarted you can go downwind and, and make it past because you don't only have the river to go through. When you get to um, mainland, the west side of the river, you have houses all the way up and down the river. 
So you got to make it over those as well. So I always say 2,500 to 3,000. I've never gone over that river under 3,000 feet just for the simple fact of it gives me more than enough time to figure out where I can land. Right. If I, if I have to go pizza cutting back and forth to lose altitude, to land in the spot that I want, that I think is good. I would rather that than go, well, I have no choice. I have to land here and then end up in the trees or what have you. Thank you for saying that again. I was going to, I meant to ask you about pizza cutting. What is pizza cutting? Cutting. I've heard that before, but I'm unfamiliar with the terminology and what that means. All right. You got a slice of pizza. The crust is the wide point. The tip is your LZ. So if you're going to overshoot your LZ, you just start going back and forth with each, with each back and forth, you get smaller and smaller till you get closer to your, to your LZ, to where you can land Uh, in your LZ. Well, that makes sense. I just never heard it like that before. You never, you never want to turn and go back downwind and then turn back into the wind because you'll end up further than you really want to be on your LZ. So if you turn and go downwind, you're going faster than you realize. And then when you turn around, you go, oh, crap, I'm not going to make it back to my LZ because I went further than I thought I was going to. So if you start cutting back and forth, you can lose altitude and maintain visual on your target at, at all times. So you just keep going back. The video um, where I ran out of fuel mid-flight, when I get ready to land, you see me start going back and forth because I picked out my spot where I wanted to land and I knew I was going to overshoot it. So I started pizza cutting, going back and forth until I got low enough and land somewhat where I wanted to. Because, you know, I can't land where I get over my head. Okay. Just wing it. I always learn something new when talking with people that, you know, fly paramotors. And um, I understand the concept and I actually do the same thing, but I never, I mean, I've heard you say that before. But when I hear pizza, I think of the big round pie and then the different slices that you make. So when you say pizza cutting, I'm like, okay, cut it this way, cut it this way, cut it this way, cut it this way. That's how I was, that's how I was taught in school. Um, But as but as a slice, like a diamond shaped slice, you're talking about going this way to the LZ. So that makes correct. Okay. So you would start at the crust, which is wider. You make wide turns back and forth, left to right, going back into itself. And then not necessarily getting tighter, but as you start losing altitude, and you're getting within range, you start making them a little bit shorter. And then you go in, you get tighter and tighter and tighter. Look at Jade's face. I love her face, dude. She kills me. We just she looked at, she we looked just at Eric so disappointed. Yes, I, I heard him. That Eric? Yes. Eric. <laughs> yes. I love those two. I, I absolutely love you, Jade. You guys crack me up. I keep Jade on screen at all times because you never know the face she's going to make. It's hilarious. <laughs> and she's eating now, so all you're seeing is eat, watching her eat whatever. What are you eating? Uh, I know. Jade? It's French silk pie. It's you're, so good. What Eating what pie? French silk pie. What's that? Chocolate with... Pudding pie. No, it's, it's like no. mousse, isn't it? Like a mousse... Pot, like a yeah, and then it's got cool up on top. 
Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. whip. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the family. Cool whip. All right. You know, you know if you green. run out, you know if you run out of that silk pie, and there's still Cool Whip left. I'm just saying, Eric, you ain't wrong. <laughs> no, no, That's no. Mark's favorite pie. Whenever he goes and wants to buy a pie, he always brings that home. <laughs> what is Nick? Bill, Bill, H, Bill H said Spotlight Jade eating. So you know, they are saying. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are saying that so you know if you're in the chat then I must, watching you, Jay. they're watching I have, you I have to spotlight you eating work. because it's been asked in the chat and that's just the way it yeah. works yeah. Uh, she's always spot <laughs> them two are always because if you watch them two they are hilarious they'll hit the mute and have a conversation and they'll be making faces <laughs> at each other uh. hey Jay right. you got a little something on your cheek there I love it you got a little something on your cheek. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> so, see, she don't care. She's like, oh, screw you. I'm eating pie. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I need to. I, I need to give Bill H a, a message. I'm in hope. Bill, in the morning. <laughs> your, your, your internet broke up bad. Yeah, your internet broke up. Couldn't hear you, John. Oh, I will. I'll have to get better internet. Sorry, just no, you're good it, now. Try it again. Just say it again. I was just telling Bill that uh, I'm in hope, and I'll see him in the morning. So you're you're hoping to meet him in the morning? No, I'm in yeah, Hope, Arkansas. Gonna, he's in Hope, Arkansas. He's like well, 30 minutes away from us right now. Oh, uh oh, John, you've been you've been under the radar now. They they know you're within 30 minutes. <laughs> All right, just up the interstate. There we go. So, Amy, what is the plan then for this next weekend or two with uh, the plans that we have? Do we want to talk about that real quick? Since well, you know, since since, since this is all since this is all private and no one's gonna you know hear this at all. I mean, I guess we could say. Well, that's what I was saying. I sent you that message. I didn't know if you wanted to go ahead and do that or if you want to do my idea that I sent you a message about. Well, let me look at your message. Oh, my goodness. Stop sending me pics like this. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> it's um, just, just pie. You like pie. Yeah, I, I like pie. I was just, that that works. So somebody just texted me and said, just check and see if it works. Actually works. Yes, it works. Um, who is this? So somebody saw my um, my phone number and texted me, but they didn't tell me who it was, so. Um, yes, it works. <laughs> Tell me who it is. Took an hour later. Was that is that you? Hello. Yeah. That's Jim. Jim. So Jim, you, your area code is three zero six, and your phone yes, number sir. is. Oh well, how about that? So I'm texting to Canada. You are. Wow. I'm texting to Canada. A. Eh? That's pretty cool. Don't man. you know? <laughs> eh? Forget about it. The kid, no, that's New York. Forget that's about York. it. Yeah, uh, just say sorry. Sorry. With the smelly money. 
I seriously can't wait to meet Eric. I mean, Jay, too. I mean, um, <laughs> oh, Jade's going to be in for a world of hurt. Eric fell asleep the other night when he had smelly money on. Smelly money? What? What did I miss? That's I'm sorry. Right. Jim, was... didn't you have smelly money, maple syrup money? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't... I'm not I making that up. That. Hey, hey, I hey, about hey, that. hey, Jim, do me a favor. Turn Maybe your camera. I wouldn't do that as smelly. Dur tur turn your camera back on. Grab your money and tell us what you said um, the <laughs> other day about your money. Because well, that was Monday. This is Friday. Yeah. So even though it seemed like it was yesterday, it was beginning of the week. So Jim, grab your money. Turn grab on your, your smelly money. Turn on your camera. Yeah, okay, but I gotta go get oh, there boy. because when Jay, you're putting him on Jim on the sh on the spot here. I don't know. I, I gotta go get more. He doesn't want to turn his it all right. Everybody's talking over each other. I can't hear. I know. That's one of Shane's, you know, things. Is like stop talking over each other. Oh, drives me nuts. Notice how flat I am. Well, you know, unfortunately, there's a little bit of a lag sometimes. You know, you have a slow internet, so you're lagging. So you think that everyone stopped talking, and all of a sudden you're talking. But in real life, you're talking over somebody. It's it's not it's not on a porpoise or a dolphin. It's just you know an accident. I know. I'm that way. I do that. You know, I do that. It's not on a porpoise or a dolphin. Yeah, I think. But you, you whaley know you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, when I that's my shady. <laughs> that's my skinny chef Shane. When I get okay. a Robert show on Thursday night, he always tells me, "Mom, I'm muting you. Mom, you're out of control." Yeah. So, it's just a right. normal thing. So Jim, you are being spotlighted right now, so we can see what you're doing. Now yeah. tell us what's tell us what's going on, because everyone in the whole world is watching right now. You have 250 <laughs> million people watching. Potential. <laughs> so he probably so, doesn't have that pile of money now because he spent it the other day. Oh, he did spend it, but I got another. Look at that! What? All right. And what There's what does it smell money. like? Wait, we go look. Okay. What the heck? This one it's smells green like green apples. That's no, broccoli money. That's broccoli. <laughs> That's Canadian this money. It's not this is Canadian money. money, guys. It's very this pretty. Look right how pretty it is. Oh. Why do you use tin like... foil with your money? They make their money. They they make their they make they they make their money in Canada smell like something. So if you scratch and sniff it, it actually smells like maple syrup. Does it or, really? Yeah. What, that's what, yeah. So what is this what one? Color, maple syrup. What color mount smells like the strip club? <laughs> Our, yeah, American money smells. Yeah! Like maple syrup. So which, <laughs> which so which bill smells like maple syrup? Which is that? A hundred. Hundred. Which one? Which one smells like a starving stripper? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, the apparently the, the green one. Oh my god! 
Oh, oh, I can't. I can't. Who is that person? I'm dying. No comment. I'm dying. You know what's funny? I bet you if we had a um if we had a trivia on Canada like history, we'd have no clue. Maybe that's what we need to do to give away things. Hey, you know what? Hey, um, did you what? guys watch that video I just did of my motor out and I used a second camera, this one, it's a little GoPro knockoff and um, I was testing it to see how well it works. So kind of like did a, a review as I was going down, you know, in, in fire and, you know, crashing landing and, and, and stuff into that ditch. If you watched the video, you saw it. But anyways, I got it all on film right here. I was wondering, should we give this away now? for all the people that are watching, or should we wait until Monday and give this away? Monday. Monday. Can I ask Monday. a question? Monday, Monday, no. Monday. 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 Okay. Can I ask a question? Yeah, no. Sure. sure. No, Shane, what? <laughs> Shane, what do you want? <sighs> is, that, is that the $49.99 one on Amazon? Yeah. I use the <laughs> same one. I use the same oh. exact one. Oh, well, there you go then. The only difference I can tell between that and the GoPro is its stabiliz stabilization is not as well as GoPro. So it's a little jumpy when you're making turns and stuff. But uh, how about as far as like nighttime and stuff, like if you're doing a nighttime landing? I mean, um, like within the 30-minute like I couldn't tell you. I did find out that those batteries brand new run about only 20 to 25 minutes, but I'm also using the high, the 4k. Um, this one only does 1080. Well, you should have spent four more dollars and got the 4k. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? After seeing what this thing does, um, I'm giving it away. So obviously, you know, that it's not <laughs> It's not as good as I thought it was going to be, but somebody that does not have a video camera will have one, you know, maybe, maybe we can give this away to one of the disabled vets that yeah, don't have say resurgence. Yeah. You, you know See, what this, I'm going to, this is the problem guys real quick, just so you know, because, um, Oh, dragon campers said Sean Simon saved me a drink. Uh, that's my son. He's coming over tonight. And uh, he wants some of my vodka, but I think I drank it all. Sorry, dude. No, I no, I got a whole bottle. Um, one of the things that we have to worry about because of resurgence PPG is that there's they, they're a five hundred one c, which means that they have a lot of loopholes and other things that are good for five hundred one c type of things, but bad in other ways like for example we held a raffle which was for every five dollars that you donate into the super chat you get one spin and you win something from ppg smoke all that money that we just got we cannot give to resurgence ppg 501c because that's a raffle and that will get them in trouble so if we're going to do a raffle or pool money to do something it will have to be something that we do as clearprop tv the company which we're going to incorporate by the way and that's one of the things that we want to talk about is what do we want this company to be do we want it to be clearprop tv company llc inc 
or do we want you, you know, or do we want something else so that's something that we'll talk about later you know as far as like all the clear pop clear prop managers clear prop officers but because of all this money that we are <laughs> donating we have to buy something and then give that bought thing to someone but it can't go through a 501c bummer but that's okay because what we can do on monday is we can get a um <coughs> i suppose we can all put in names of the people that should get something because they're good people and um, need something and we can buy something for them and then donate it to that person. But we just can't go through the, uh, the 501 C cause that's illegal. So there's a lot of things that we have to do legally. So the 501 C doesn't get in trouble. So for profit company, to a nonprofit company, there's a lot of legalities and, and loopholes and tape that we have to watch out for. So um, we'll be dealing with that also. But we can. Okay. Yes. Your your damn keys, which is Jordan, which is fly baby fly PPG is in the house. Just fly. So What's up? What's up, fly? fly? I love your damn keys. He's, hey. He's fly. All I know is I hope each and every one of you get to meet him. It, um, He's awesome. Jordan Keys, uh, in the chat, if you could write, if you could text or uh, message yes or no on going to Swanee, are you going to Swanee? And if so, when are you getting there? He is a very energetic young man who does not seem to stop the entire time. I, I think totally he relates to him. I, I think he's. I think he walks in his bed. <laughs> It continuously moves because I can't imagine him ever stopping moving. He's always moving. It's it's. He's my spirit animal. He's he's he jumped is. in our our after show a couple of times, and I get exhausted listening to him. I mean, I can't keep up just mentally. I mean, he's there's so much energy. I mean, it's like he's, he's got, like, how's he do it? I would love to be. I would love to have that much energy. Oh my God, Amy. Amy, where are you at? I know. She left. No, no. I got something to ask her. Seriously. Where'd she go? She did. She... Oh, she's gone. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, camera's oh, on, but they're not oh, there. Maybe, so. Okay. Maybe she what? had doggies outside, Shane. Hold on. Let me tell you what happened. No, what? this is what? no exaggeration. What? 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 So Amy and Mark came to our house. Okay. They We had another, another uh, couple come over. Okay. And something weird happened with this other couple, and oh. she's the, the girl, the the a friend of ours. She said there's something about her that she picked up on her. She can't figure it out. Something like spiritual, if you will. And I'm not into this stuff. Okay. So for years we've had these candles that you um you have to turn on for them to. It looks like a a fake flame or whatever. Okay. And it's got my it's got my son's picture wrapped around it. So when the candle's on, you kind of see his picture in, in in the candle. It turned on for no reason and would not shut off. No one messed with it. It just literally came on. I took the batteries out of it, put it on off, put the batteries back in it. It ran for like eight days straight after she left. Whoa. 
and some other things that happened to this other couple of mine. And now this friend of ours says, there's something wrong with her. She's got spirits around her or something. So I wanted to ask her about it. And I just remembered it. And now she's not here. Ah. If they're doing <laughs> anything in the bedroom, she'll be back in 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I heard you. Hey. That was not it. <laughs> well, whoever's in the room next to mine is sure making a hell of a lot of noise. <laughs> Amy, did you hear my story? No, I was folding some towels. Okay, listen, this is I'm I'm being dead serious, all jokes aside. All right. So you met Brian and Rachel and their daughter Violet. Yes. Right? Yes. When they went home. Um, I guess they had some phenomenon, some spiritual stuff happen at their house. Yes. And, the, and then after you guys left, we had a candle that's a, a electric candle. It looks like a, a flame flickering or what have you. Yeah. Nobody messed with it. No one touched it. And all of a sudden it just came on for no reason. Wow. And it would not go off. I pulled, I, I turned it off. It's remained on. I took the batteries out of it. It was still on the off position, put the batteries back in, and it burned for like six days after that. Really? The ghost. Yeah. Is this like a joke you're leading up to? Is this nope. real? Nope. 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 This is dead serious. I totally believe this. Wow. I totally you know watch, what? Watch this. Let me, let me summons the wife. Let me tell you this. You know what I think? Huh? I think it's because uh, we were... Uh, talking about um age and we were talking about that experience and talking about abby rose and oh. Oh, yeah. that she was four and she yeah, still the... had some and we were just talking about that and i think that might be why okay so krista just came into the room what did happen with brian and rachel rachel had someone's like looking at her while she was sleeping she woke up no she was doing her makeup or something and someone was just like standing there looking at her okay because i when, when we were there what she talking about woke being woken up when she was sleeping yeah but this this is yeah. this was completely different after we left yes wow and then tell then tell about the candle okay so then um we got home from camping and then um a candle that's battery operated that hasn't been lit in a long long time all of a sudden the light was on i was like okay that's weird I went and tried to turn it off. It wouldn't turn off. Then I look over, it's off. I was like, okay. I look over, it's back on. And I'm like, Shane, come do something with this candle. And yeah. it's a picture of Gage and Haley on it. Yeah. And uh, he took the batteries out. The candle's still lit. No, after I put the batteries back in. But uh, yeah, it's still, I not, mean, no not matter with, what he did. Not with the batteries out of it. Yeah. I'd be moving. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's off. It's 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 out. It was off the batteries out. So, so we, back in, it stayed on. Yes. Yes. But with the candle in the off position. Even in the off position. That was the first thing I did. Is I took it out, I turned it off, and I was just, it was already off. So I switched it back and forth and then left it off, and it still was on. So then I took the batteries out of it and then uh, I think turned that's it back. I really think that's what it is because we talked about Mark and his experience in the bat and finish working on the girls' bathroom, the drywall, 
and he thought it was me coming into the hallway to look at in the bathroom, but I was in the paramotor room and he thought it was Abby Rose, but Abby Rose wasn't home because he saw someone from the hallway lean over and look in at him with long hair. So he thought it was me. And I was like, no, I just now came up to walking in from the kitchen to check on you. So we talked about that. We talked about Abby Rose's experiences since she was four and she still has people bugging her when she tries to sleep at night. Um, then we talked about, Rachel talked about how her aunt or somebody or cousin is a yeah, medium. Yeah, her aunt. Yeah, aunt's a medium. I if we've ever had a Rose talk to someone about that, if she wanted to work with her talent. And I was like, no, because she uh, trying to ignore them. And um, then we talked about Gage and his experience and all that. And that I think, Krista, didn't you say when we were in the kitchen that you went there somehow to know? Yeah, he actually seen my that? grandpa. Yeah, but even now, that'd be nice when I was talking about Rose to know that he's okay. Because I was telling you that some people come to Abby Rose at night trying to talk to her. And one boy asked where his mom was. Yeah. So yeah. I really think uh, it's us talking about it and everything. And you mentioning that you wish that you could still know that Gage is okay. That I think that might be what the candle's about, especially since it has their picture with it. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out, but. Um, <clears throat> I really think that's what it is. Um, your damn keys. Uh, he said battery candle. <laughs> it's a it's a fake candle because some places you don't want you know an actual yeah. flame. So it's a battery candle. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, I I I totally just it hit me right now. Yeah. So I I was just like, oh my god, I have to ask okay. Amy because yeah, we sure. talked about it earlier and I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not welcome back in my house, you creeper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's Krista's fault for uh, wanting to know the gauge is okay, that she says she wishes that there was still some way to know he's okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I, it's all good. Know, I, I, I totally get it because I'm, I'm okay, I gotta tell you guys, I'm like living. I'm live, I'm like hanging out, you know, whatever. I have my little space upstairs here. And my grand this was my grandma's, you know, this is where my grandma lived or whatever. And I'm very much into the spiritual thing. And I swear to God, last the first few nights when I came up here, or whatever, and I went to sleep, I got up in the middle of the night. I felt I felt her presence in this room. And it wasn't, it was weird. It wasn't scary. It was just like, I knew she was there and it was all good. I went to sleep the first few nights and yeah, ever since I've been like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, it, it happened. I, I totally felt it. So well, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Because we also talked about how when Mark uh, put the new genie doorbell in where we can see people at our door and all that, I was the only one home. The dogs all ran to the door barking, and I heard it also, and I even said, I'm coming, like someone was at the door handle trying to open it. Oh. Maybe Mark had, was coming home and trying to get the key in the door, and I said, yeah. I'm coming, and I went to the door fairly quickly after saying that because the dogs were already at the door barking, and when I opened the front door, nobody was there. 
Oh. And I know that oh. sometimes they say if you have like a gadget, they consider it to be a toy. So they try I to get and play with it. Yeah, it's scary. Um, this, this new, all this high tech stuff, Amy. Um, yeah, we're, and I don't have, there's nothing in my parents' house, you know, any of that. And I, I, even if I moved, I, I wouldn't have it. It was, yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to run off into a spiritual ghost no. thing. Yeah. I just want. I just. Okay. I just. No, I just literally like <clears throat> remembered that just now. And sure, sure. I totally. Well, get I'm, it. I'm, I'm kind of totally glad it happened. I'm not happy for Rachel. That's weird, but I'm happy for y'all and the candle. Yeah, yeah. I am too. It was. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Do what? I said, you guys are awesome. Just want to fly. Who wants to fly? Just want to fly, Will. Me. Oh, oh Jim. Yeah. I thought there was Will talking. Jim wants to fly. <laughs> Jim, I told you, if you come down here, I'll, I'll train you. <laughs> oh, and just so you guys know, I'm actually starting to uh, train some people. And we're getting some uh, people in here, and, and I'm starting slow until we open up full throttle in uh, probably June or July. Right on. Congrats. Congratulations, so, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, and I, and I, I full throttle. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to say I'm kind of winging it, but that doesn't sound right. But, you know, right. whatever. The opening at <laughs> full throttle. Yep. That should be like a shark. John, are you going to do this full time? Uh, my my goal is to be able to do this full time where I don't have to have a job that pays my bills. I'd like this to pay my bills so I can do this full time. And uh, I also want to be able to get a bunch of uh, disabled vets up in the air. So, I mean, my main goal is to get disabled vets up in the air for free. That's what I want to be able to do. And also, hey, uh, quick question in the chat for Jim. Todd from Resurgence wants to know <clears throat> how much maple money do you just have there? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent sure, but uh, I can count one, two, three. If you, I tell you what, four, I'll save you the trouble. Just ship it to me, five, and I'll count it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Shane is the official maple counter. It's all messed up now. Why do you why do you have that kind of money laying around? What what are you doing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to strip clubs clubs on the weekend. I don't have this extra money for that. He does have a printer. Oh my God, Jim! Do you have strip clubs in Canada? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I I know nothing about Canada. I mean, I it's I dumb as that sounds. The only thing I know about Canada is what I watched on South Park. I I just know that you guys have flopping heads. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, anything. seriously, I was I was earlier when I said you know we could have a quiz or a. a whatever I was saying about the uh, inquiries about Canada. I bet you none of us know crap about Canada. And that's just kind of embarrassing, really. <clears throat> like, I have no idea about Canada. I, I gotta, I've got, I've got two friends um, that live here now that are from Canada. Uh, Canada. 
And then I have a friend that I went to school with for, uh, for flying and she's from Canada and my buddy Jason, which will, you'll get to, you'll get to meet him next week. Um, he, uh, his, his girlfriend is the one I went to school with in, in for, to learn how to fly. And she opted out of, of the school. And then her boyfriend, Jason and I, we, every chance we get to fly together, that is a nonstop flying dude. It, he don't care what time of day it is. He's like, Hey, I feel like going to fly. You going? I'm like, no. And he's like, all right, I'll be back. And he won't come back until his tank's empty every doggone time. But, uh, Kent Staten's well, out. He's he's uh heading out. He's had fun, but he's got to go. And Sammy is leaving the chat. Is that what you said? I yeah, he's. He, I guess he's got to go to work, or I don't know what he. I don't know what he's doing right now. So in Canada, what's actually in Canada? I mean, we have Quebec and maple syrup. Maple trees, oh my teams, really good hockey teams, Toronto, and that's they, all I know. They do not have Canadian bacon, just so you know. I do what? know that. No Canadian bacon. Jim, in my line, no, it's pineapple. not. Jim, it's not Canadian bacon, is it? <laughs> it's just called. Bacon. It's called back bacon up here, and yep. I'll tell you it is intense it is not like texas canadian bacon it is, mm, is it meal is what we call it and it's what? got it's like the tenderloin wrapped with pea meal and oh meal like a corn i like to wrap my peanut around you with <laughs> 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 the mics on god damn it jesus wow i i hey wait i grew up with canadian bacon <laughs> my daddy's store okay my daddy had we had our family-owned grocery store and jim i grew up on canadian bacon yeah, well, we don't know what Canadian bacon Canadian. is because it's Canadian. Okay, Canadian bacon here is like thinly sliced yeah. ham, small yeah. thinly sliced yeah. ham. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I got to ask a question real quick too. French fries? Do the French have French fries, or they just have fries? No, uh, it's French fries. It's, yes, the French they have what is called pommes frites, That's which is. Potato fries. Sorry. It's actually German, and they called it French fries because the soldiers wouldn't call it German fries. All I know is World War One. They haven't heard that before. Oh, Canada yeah, has pop, two teams. is a German German name for it. What is um, it? Pomfrits. That's the German name for French fries. But the American soldiers wouldn't call it German fries, and because they all came through France, they called it French fries. Okay, so, they, so the Americans gave the name Pomfrit. No, Pomfrit is German. That's that's where the French fries originally came from. Right, but the name that I know in French, Pomfrit. Yeah. Right. The Americans didn't want to say the yeah, German. Yeah, but that's why it's the French. That's, that's why the Americans uh, took the German or the French 
the French pronunciation of the same thing. Right. But, I the, but the thing is, is that the thing is, is that frites means apple fries. Yes. Right. Right. Which is weird because <laughs> in French, an, a potato is home de terre, apple of the earth. Yes, sir. So Eric is now my new favorite friend. I absolutely love Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's hiding in the so, corner. <laughs> so just so you know, Chinese do not call it Chinese food. They just call it food. <laughs> <laughs> in case anybody was wondering. Yeah. In Chinese food, uh, it's not um, like it is in America. It's kind of nice with all the sauces and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they use sticky rice. General, in China, they don't even have General Sal's chicken. What? It does not exist. General so Sal's chicken does not exist. It's Americanized. And, what? Oh, my God. And Canadianized. Canadianized. And you no, know, I, you know all these people that are listening to our podcast are like, well, I want to learn about, you know, flying. Like motors. Yeah. about french fries and german yeah. let's get let's get back on track we get we, we we like to get so when you're driving down the road and you see a squirrel you're like squirrel that's us We're, we 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 squirrel off every time yeah we're all okay. off I, I like that yeah we, well this this is like a free-for-all tonight shaney this is like no whatever. it's not it's supposed what, to be about flying it's friday night it's about it's flying and the moonshine. So moonshine, I mean, vodka, yeah. it's about the same thing. Listen, Linda, what I went down for fish dinner tonight, and what did I find? I found onion rings and uh, popcorn. Yeah, shrimp. and shrimp. little shrimp nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm telling you, to say that. What's that, Jim? I'd like to call it a. Uh, uh, can I, you, you need to you need to up here need, we don't we don't worry about squirrels we worry about gophers uh we have about gophers what? here i have a gopher at work when i need something like go for this go for that oh the gopher so we, we get distracted by squirrels and jim gets distracted by gophers Right. Jim, you need a better internet. I'm just saying there's something wrong with your uh, Canadian internet, which is different had, from which is different from had, American internet. I'm just if saying. you had some money to buy better internet. I know. I wish that you had some maple smelling ca Canadian Hi. money. Okay, I didn't tell Krista about this. I should really ask her, did you know okay. Canadian had smelly money? But <laughs> all right, so moonshiners, the area is yeah. amazing. Um if if I don't know how we can set it up, Sean, to where we all can block off a section. I don't. I mean, they were talking about it being almost twice as big as it was last year for this year. I'm thinking it, that's going to be super hard to say. Hey, we need 15 spots saved. I'm thinking that maybe we can figure out a way of doing it if we all jump on ppgzone.com and we create a uh, Moonshiners event page that we can all go to and, you know, figure out what we're going to do, where we're going to be, 
maybe we can do something like that. And I still wanted to get up to 10,000 feet. What does, what does that have to do with, with booking or not booking, but getting the same spots um, all together? Like, so Swanee next weekend is not going to be as big as it was a couple months ago, but I'm still worried about just trying to get four spots saved in one, one little area. You're talking twice as twice as big as last year for moonshiners. I don't know how it's going to be plausible to. That's a big word for me, um, and I used it correctly to save that many sites all in one little area. I don't know, but all I'm saying is that if we can somehow figure out how many people are going to be part of the clear prop gang group, whatever, and figure out how many people that's going to be and maybe we can all get there at a certain time and get into one particular spot i don't know <coughs> we got plenty I, of time thank goodness to, to figure this out it's it's about uh 10 hours for me to drive there i am going to leave here after work the day before i plan to drive over all night long to get there and so I would probably get there, if I leave here around 6, I'll get there around 4 in the morning, probably 5. Would you leave and, your um, headlights on? Oh, yes. And I will insert a backup beeper into my personal vehicle. And uh, I will just leave it in reverse with the brake light or with the emergency brake on and just wander around and try to find a spot. Will you turn on like, you know, maybe some generators or something to make sure there's lots of noise? No, but I do have an inverter. It's kind of quiet, so maybe I can take the muffler off of it or something. I don't know. There you go. That probably will work. All right, so we'll figure oh. out something. I mean, we got 155 days. If you go over to ppgzone.com, there's actually a, 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 a um, what do you call it, a countdown for the moonshiners flying, which is really which is, which is kind of depressing, by the way. Why is that? 155 more days dude that's gonna go by so quick look at look at yeah. i mean it was, it was so just, we got bad apples in the meantime and anything else you guys got it was just january 2020 here it is march okay. of 2021 yeah no, that, that just seems it like is, it's gonna take forever we say that and we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about look how quick it was to get here and then we're gonna be talking about in 2022 remember back in 2021 when we got together and yeah. it was warm. We we are old, and time flies so quickly. It's so ridiculous. So anyway, <laughs> you go to ppgzone.com and check out the uh, page. Go to the fifth annual Moonshiners Fly-In. Scroll down. You actually get to see it's 155 days, 20 hours, 36 minutes, and 42 seconds to get there. So Here we are. Hi. Sean, I sent you a link, a YouTube video of the second annual flying when Shane was talking about scenery. I didn't know if it might have anything good to share. I I saw that. Um, I I got a text from Jade. Hold on, let me read it real quick. Better <laughs> 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 not. Oh man, the picture she sends me—it's just—it's it's awesome. All right, so um, yeah, thank you for that picture. Um, I'm going to say that forever. Um, 
I don't know what we're going to do over the next 155 days, but I know that there's a way of us getting together, figuring out where we're going to be and how we can get there and save enough spots to be in one little one little zone. I know we can figure it out. Jade, I, I don't know, dude. Um, Eric, he, he's a trip, but um, I still like the Friday nights. Maybe we can keep it going. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> hey, is there uh Sean, real quick, I guess I have to go on my computer and sign into Zoom and then screen share. Um <clears throat> I was talking earlier about new pilots at fly-ins and landing 40 half hour, 45 minutes before the sun goes down. And I just pulled up the video I have on Facebook, and it literally has five or six pilots at a time landing. And then it's, 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 it's on my, uh, Facebook page, um, videos and it is, uh, share it. Hold on here. Oh, it's the 12, 12 minute, five second video. It's when I went live, I had already landed, um, because again, I did not want to have to land I land with power off. So once I shut my motor off, I'm, I'm committed to landing. And if someone walks in front of me or lands in front of me, I really have no choice but to land. So I, I never land with the power off unless I have a motor out. I'm telling you, I love being able to foot drag to my land. I, I have not figured out the power brake thing. As soon as I hit a little bit of power, I add brake and I just go up. <laughs> I can't ever. I I was taught power off, and that's just how just how I do it. So I'm scrolling down on your page and I'm scrolling and scrolling. I'm only down to January fifteenth. So obviously, no, no, no. Go go to my videos. You have to share. Yeah, can you not share it real quick? Um, well, I have to. I have to sign on to you are on you are on Zoom. That's how you're talking. No, no, no. That's on my phone. I'd have to go to my computer to oh, screen share. Computer. Okay. So I'm at your videos right now. Where do I need to go? So it's one, two, three rows down on well, on my computer. It's okay. the video right next to water with a fountain. Okay. It's the one twelve minutes. It's twelve minutes, five seconds. Okay. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Okay. Screen share that. I see that. So let me go ahead and go to screen share real quick. You guys okay with me uh, screen sharing this? You want me to share the sound too? Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So I'm sharing the sound too. So let's go ahead and uh, play this. So this Ohio, West Portsmouth. Where is this? Ohio. West we Portsmouth. are at the Dave Purden Flying In. Here comes all the pilots coming into land. Look at the obstacles, by the way. You got to go over campers, trucks, <laughs> and people in front of you videoing you coming in for a landing. Uh oh, so all these people have to land, gather the wounds. Here they all come. The field before. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Before you come in and land. So 
there's obstacles nonstop on this. It's yeah, crazy. I would just I would just foot drag to where I'm freaking beautiful out here tonight. I just foot drag into where I parked, and then you know I'd be right next to the, where I need to be. Instead of just coming in like that. Here we go, Jason so, Russell Smith. I'm, I'm trying. Are you happy to be here? Are you Are you happy? Let me ask you. Are you happy though? But are you happy? Are you walking yourself today? Are you walking yourself? Congratulations. Stop leaning on me. Puppy dogs are always happy, aren't they? No matter what. Yeah. Look, there's like little to no wind, yes. but there's so much turbulence up there because of all the paramotor pilots. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, lots of Brian. Pain. Yeah, that was uh, something Don't else. Don't do anything too. dumb, Brian. You Just go. Uh, <clears throat> you follow in behind four or five people, coming <clears throat> in, and you hit all their rotors. It was something else. Like I'd never experienced any of this. I did very well, but it's just when you land. <laughs> Good job, as a, Jason. As a new pilot, it it's kind of it's kind of overwhelming when you come into lands at this time of night. And the later it gets in this video, the more people start piling into the to the LZ and it gets hectic. Is this the only little LZ that there is in this entire flying? Is this just this little spot? Well, it's very long. I mean, it's it's a super long field. Look, you can see all the way down to campers as far as you can see. Okay. It, it's a, it's a long runway. It's just not very wide. That's in Ohio, right? Yep, that's the day Purden's flying. Yeah. So how much area do you think there is right there? I mean, how many football fields would you assume that is? Three. Well, what do you think? And a little, little chilly, a little it? wider, a little wider than a football field. Um, I don't know if you see me or not, but I, I might have like uh, barely touched something. Um, too bad I didn't get none of that videotape, so it didn't happen. Videotape. It didn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah, wow. And that's the other scary thing. Yeah, look at that. Watch your heads. No way. Yeah. How you like that one, Sean? Oh, I, I mean, I love it. But All right, no one died. That is cool. That was scary. We've so, had, we, they had uh, pair hang, or power hang gliders. They had so gyrocopters. How long we fly for tonight? Well, how long did I fly for tonight? You guys Jason always me. flies a lot longer. <laughs> I try to fly for the max that I can, which is usually about two and a half hours, which so is probably about an hour, hour and ten for myself. I, I left before you on the. So why do people buzz What's the LZ like that instead of landing? I I, I can't express okay, how much that aggravates uh, me, but. Uh, trike taking off. So there's people that are taking off right now too. It looks like Man, it it's still it's there. still probably 20 minutes before uh, the sun before it's legal light or after legal light. So there's plenty of time. I just landed. <coughs> I landed early because I did not want to deal with. Like Dave said, there was over 200 pilots there, and that night everybody was flying. 
So how many people fly, like, let's just say that, um, you know, at sunset, how many people fly within 30 minutes after sunset? Sean, Sean, hit mute on that video. I mean, you keep it going. Just hit mute on it. Sure. Sorry, I didn't hear a word you said. Um, how many people fly in the 30 minutes after sunset? Um, maybe half of them. Okay, so there's 200 people out there, and you're saying 100 people are still flying 30 minutes after sunset. Is this your tent that you're talking about? Yeah, this is this is the one, Will. This is your the tent you'll be staying in. It's three. We could put three twin, or I'm sorry, uh, queen mattresses in there and have room for three pair of motors. Just so you know. Wow. Um. I, I would say with the half hour left, maybe 70, 75 pilots in the air. No kidding. That many. And I will tell you right now, there was probably five or six that came in. <laughs> well, let's just say some people turned on some headlights. Interesting. So, wow. Are the people that are coming in like during strobe time, um, are they like really experienced pilots? I would assume they are. Um, again, I was with I was still within seventy five hours on my motor um, at this fly in within the first year. Actually, it was before my first year. Um, what's it say, Sean? The when was the video put out? I can't see that part right or now. What about what about the uh, comments? Can you see the comments when they were? No, it looks like our. Oh, I can move our faces. Uh, yeah, September fourth, twenty twenty, and we have twenty nine comments. I guess I can. So, turn on. so this is eleven. This is eleven months into flying. And that will the guy in the green shirt. That's Jason, by the way. So uh, be looking for him. <laughs> He's going to be there before I will. Uh, Swanee. I'm looking at the comments. It's like, uh, you know, oh, Linda Anderson actually says, what's for dinner? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was actually uh, making stuffed green peppers. That's awesome. It's like you get a lot of good uh, landings. You haven't had any butt landings or messed up landings. So apparently, no, I didn't. I did not uh, get very, I didn't catch anybody really messing up too bad. Uh, real quick, just wondering, the people that are coming in, their strobe lights, are they really good and bright strobe lights? Or do you think they're kind of like, you know, maybe half-assed, maybe bicycle lights or something? Or are they really good, you know, legal strobe lights? Well, somebody uses a bicycle light. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <coughs> I don't, I didn't really pay attention to it, to be honest with you. I had already landed. Um, never even turned my strobes on because I didn't, uh, I landed way before, I mean, I'd already put my wing away, put my motor away and this is a 12 minute video. So how many people out there actually fly with strobes? If it's, if I'm in the middle of the day, I fly with strobes. I have enough strobe lights that I fly with strobes no matter what time of the day I fly. Just because to me. That seems to be a little bit safer for other pilots to see me when they're flying. I does anybody else fly with strobe lights like during the day? Yeah, I do not yeah, turn I, mine on. I have to in an MOA I fly in. 
I have no idea they don't have any. Who said that, Will? Oh, oh, Jim. Jim, yeah, you, you'll, you'll be getting some. You know, I, I was going to make a comment because that, that <laughs> moonshine, that moonshiners is, uh, it's in the mountains there. I don't know how it is there, but uh, where I fly, there's a mountain right in front of me to the west. And the legal flying time doesn't really do you much good because the, the sun actually sets. 40 minutes before legal flying time because it goes behind that mountain so fast. So it is pitch dark, you know, in that area by the, because we're in the shadow of that, of that mountain, you know, by the end of legal flying time. I see a lot of yeah. interesting t-shirts. Um, what, what are the most uh, interesting t-shirts that you've seen that you can remember from uh, different fly-ins? Just for just for curiosity, I mean, is there anything that you that stands out that you can remember? Is there a lot of Tucker video uh, or Tucker got T-shirts? I don't recall seeing anything particularly special. Two that I went to. How about you, Shane? I think he's just gone. got back. I'm sorry, I missed oh, the. Uh, <clears throat> I missed the question. T-shirts. Be a Richard. That's that's Mitch. Um, I can't remember Mitch's last name. Uh, I got, um, I did not buy a shirt at this fly-in, which I truly regret. Um, Vail, North Carolina, I got a shirt from them. Swanee, I, I, I didn't get a shirt from them. They wanted 30, they, they got $30 of mine and you didn't get anything for it in return other than the ability to fly a county park or county airport. Gotcha. <laughs> so I kind of, uh, I kind of think that for 30 bucks, you should be able to get something out of it, but outside of uh, just being I able got to fly. I got a Miss Risky came in the mail today. Resurgence PPG said, oh, nice. my previous comment regarding Moonshiners LZ. Like, oh, okay, up up there. Moonshiners is really tight LZ. Work on your spot landings now. Oh, I got my, I have my spot landings like dialed in, especially since this last motor out. I was like, I'm going to land right there. And I landed exactly where I thought I was going to land. So it worked out great. It's funny hey, you should mention that. Yeah. Can you go back to my page in the pizza cutting thing we were talking about earlier? Okay. Is um, the video where it's seven minutes and three seconds. But I'm going to speed you up through. <clears throat> it's the next row down of videos. Second one from the left. All right. Let me go ahead and go back there because I closed out that. So let's go to video. Sorry. I just want to, I just remember this. Uh, go to Shane's. Um, wait a minute. Where's videos? Hold on. I think I clicked the wrong thing. Videos. Click videos. I'm sorry. The vodka is kicking in. Shane's videos and go down to one, two, three, four. The fourth one, row. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Fourth row. Second one to the left. It's 703. 703. Got it. Okay. So let me go ahead and click then, that. Right. 
then just fast forward to two minutes and 36 seconds. Hey, and while what, you're looking at that, can I ask what day do you guys plan on being there for Moonshiners? I'm leaving here on the 3rd after work, so I will get there in the morning. I will what, be there for every... What day is that? Thursday or... Day. Whatever August 3rd is. Wednesday? Wednesday. So you'd be there Thursday? Thursday early yes. morning? Yes. Sean, okay, fast cause... forward to 2.30, I think it is. Eric's talking that we'll leave Tuesday night after work and then probably stop somewhere in middle Illinois or so. Out of fuel. Okay. Out of fuel. All right. Trimmer's in. Yep. That's the first thing I do. Trim's in. Going down. It looks like you're about at least 3,000 feet. All right. I'm at 20, like 2,500. Okay. But yeah. All right. We're going to come back over. See the large light green area? That's the compound. All right. So this block right here is where I'm going to go. There's power lines. I'm I almost over. Here. But I just wasn't sure. It's going to go downwind. I sound like I'm not panicking, but I was screaming in my head right now. Just I'm so on you know. Side of the power lines. There's really not nothing out here. Saying all the words that I was saying in mine. That I can get. I don't see much of muddy area. Look, oh, you know what I do is out. land right. Oh, is it considered engine to out or is it? Uh, I run out of fuel, road. you big dummy. It looks like you got a lot right, of options. So, Are you going into the wind? I got plenty of L's. Yeah, here. right now, right now I'm going. I'm crabbing. It looks even better over there. So what, what's over off to the left? Right. That's the compound. You can't make it back that way? Okay, guys. There's power lines. Here I'm scared of death to fly over. Gotcha. We are you got smoke out there, out. don't you? I'm picking the that's the salt LG, air. Though, that's for sure. Uh, we shall see. So, at this point, I've already picked out my LZ, which is right above my right knee. The little cross point? It's a little, yeah, a little bit further I'm still trying to hit upwards <laughs> towards, towards the power lines. Oh, yeah, that, I kept hitting the throttle. I kept hitting the throttle going, like I was going to go somewhere. And you're going into the wind, you said, yes? Right there, I'm going into the wind. Okay. So this is where I start pizza cutting once I realize I'm too high. You want to get to that little cross point right there, a little far away. Yep, a little bit further... So I'm looking to the east now. So I'm going to go a little further east of that cross point. So all I'm doing at this point is burning altitude. I'm, I'm literally cutting back and forth. You know, we need to have a uh, episode where we're talking about spot landing. I'm, I'm talking like I'm not scared. I was so effing scared of me. <laughs> I see that you got your foot out so you can judge. I'm not sure why my foot was out. And then I realized this He's just showing is, his legs. Hey, this grass is about chest high, just so you know. The oscillation, come out of your seat. Whoa! You dropped a little. That was cool. Oh, you made it right next to the road. road like, a, awesome, like a boss. Dude. We'll just walk this back to the. <laughs> I'm talking shit now because I survived. 
and you and you're right on a road which is perfect somebody can come and pick you up which is exactly <sighs> what i was looking for well, is to get next to a road that wasn't so bad you can drop <laughs> it in it wasn't so great either not your tracks man that was perfect yeah my skin marks <laughs> Yeah, to, to me, it looks like you did exactly what you're supposed to do. Find a road, find a place that you can, you know, land that somebody can come pick you up. That's not next to a power line. You're, you didn't get snagged on anything. It looks perfect. No, I I called the guy um, that I was flying with and said, hey, this is my, I dropped my pin. I said, my keys are in my truck. Just push the button and it'll start and come pick me up. He's like, all right. So it's just, just me waiting on them. But this is my very first true ran out of gas. I ran out of gas during uh, class, but I was warned that I was going to run out of fuel. And I literally did 30 seconds later. But I wasn't, I was right over my LZ, so it wasn't a big deal. So why did you fly? knowing that you didn't have enough fuel to get to where you were supposed to go. So what happened was I had no intentions on doing a, a, a cross country. And when I got ready to take off, I only put in eight liters of fuel. And when I put it, when I was getting ready to take off, they're like, Hey, we're going to go cross country. If you want to go. And they said they weren't going that far. I was like, sure. Well, it took over 35 minutes for everybody to get off the ground once I took off. So for 35 minutes, I flew around in a circle. And then when they came. Sorry, that was me. That was your last video that started playing. I didn't realize that it was still playing. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, so it took 35 minutes for these people to take off. And then once they got on the air, I was like, I'll just go for a little while and then I'll turn around and come back. Well, the winds changed. We went from a headwind, and when I turned back, I was into a headwind. So, I uh, <clears throat> I climbed as, as I just casually climbed to get to a safe altitude to give myself some time to figure out where I was going to land, and uh, that's how I ended up running out of fuel. A little late. Eric or Jade, Will, have you guys run out of fuel? No, but I've come pretty darn close. I'll show you a picture of it here. So it's <clears throat> going to take me a little while to find it, though. That that video I just shared, or Sean just shared, that thing never gave me any warning it was about to die. It literally was just burr, done. <laughs> I was like, oh. Try to restart it in the air by any chance. I, I restarted it. That's I got a video of that. The very first time I hit my kill switch, adjusting my chest cam, my phone, you see the red button right in the camera just go bloop. <laughs> and it was so funny because I never realized just how quick I went directly into panic mode. And I was high enough that I had 45, 50 seconds to figure out what to do on top of another 30, 35 seconds of where to land. And it surprised me, me personally, it surprised me just how quickly I went to direct panic mode for what, I don't know. You have all day, in a, you have ample amount of time. If you're, 
I think I was like 500, 600 feet in the air and I hit my kill switch. That's a good minute and a half, two minutes of, of floating. Why did I go right directly into panic mode? It was a, it was a lesson I learned that I, I'm uh, thankful for because it really shows how much time the, the glide rate, the glide ratio. Now, if I was foot dragging and did that, no, I don't have any time, but five, 600 feet in the air, you've got plenty of time to restart your motor. The only time I've ever run out of fuel, I did it real low, like an idiot and <laughs> talk about, I didn't even have time to panic. <laughs> I had a choice between a bunch of bulls that were looking at me or try to make a 180 degree turn and maybe catch the end of the field. I got lucky. I mean, that, that was kind of my experience too. I've had two engine outs and each time, man, when it happened, it's just, you're all business, you know? I mean, yeah. there's not a whole lot of, of thinking that's going on as far as, uh, other than just landing and, uh, Gosh, the second one that, that I had, it was, a to both of them were non-events, really. Um, it was just uh, almost, almost like a normal landing. You know, there's so, where I'm going to land. And so non-eventful because of the pilot that you are. Or the training that I got. or Right, that's, that's what I mean. The, the pilot that you are, whether it's your training or, or, or how much experience you have in the air. Um, Vail, North Carolina. I took flight, ran into the wind, hooked over some some houses, and uh, my silencer blew apart. The stuffing clogged up the end of the exhaust, and my motor died. And I had a choice. I could try to make a 180-degree turn to go back into the wind or just land crosswind into some tall grass. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not risking, because I was only maybe 70 feet in the air. Right. I wasn't going to risk trying to do a 180 back into the wind. I just said, screw it. I'll cross, cross wind landed. And I mean, I came in, landed just fine. I was just like, holy crap. I can't believe that that happened to me like that quickly. And uh, it, I, I, again, I, like you said, the training, I truly believe between the video of me hitting my kill switch in that situation with my training, I think it's all made me a better pilot. Like, cause I could look back at this 28 second video of me hitting my kill switch and how quickly I panicked and went, when I, when I restarted the motor, I thought to myself, I said, why in the hell did you go to right to panic? Like, no, don't go to panic. Go to figuring out what you're going to do next. I went right to panic. And honestly, I watched this video several times I don't know. I'd say every two months, I'll at least watch it once or twice. Um, just for the simple fact of remember so what you just remember what you did wrong. So you don't make that mistake again. And, you know, when that motor died on me, I wasn't even probably 70 feet. I was probably maybe 50, maybe 60 feet. I didn't have time. I actually thought about if I banked too hard that I was going to hit the ground and I just floated it in and landed crosswind and just said, you know what? We're going in. I have no choice. And I stayed calm and everybody thought they didn't, they didn't know what happened to me. They didn't know why I landed and I landed out. And as soon as I, I got out to out of the tall grass onto the runway, 
I laid my wing out, tried to start my motor up. When I did it, shot out a gigantic wad of, of stuffing from the silencer. And they're all like, oh, your silencer fell apart. We went, took it back to the tent, took it apart. Yeah, it fell. <laughs> it was off. The the fiberglass, the carbon fiber, whatever's on the silencer was all soft. And yeah, pre-maintenance, guys. You'll find that out. I never once ever looked at my silencer. Never even thought about it. I always look at the how exhaust. Long, and How long did you have that and that happened? I mean, was it like 500 hours, 1,000 hours or what? No, it was within 90 hours. Yeah, it's supposed to be. You're supposed to change that packing every hundred hours. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it. I think it was eight, maybe in the eighties, because I I actually ordered one and had it overnight delivered at from Vale. And as soon as I ordered it, some guy walking by heard me say, "I just ordered a silencer. It'd be here tomorrow." He's like, "I got a brand new one. Just give me the one that you're getting tomorrow." So he gave me a silencer. I put it on, and we took off flying again for another hour and a half. That's awesome. I mean, I was just like, yeah, and the, the next day I got my package. I walked over, I handed it to him. He's like, thanks. So that's the other thing too, about fly-ins. I mean, if you break something, you need a throttle, dude, if you wander around asking for the parts that you need, somebody will have it, whether they'll give it to you, whether you're going to pay for it. That's just the situation you're in. But if you want to fly, you'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Hey, Hey, I found that photo. Um, can I share my screen? Is that what I do here? Just share the screen? Yep. Screen share. Make sure you turn off your porn first. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I got it. And also Todd's in the house. So welcome, Todd. Welcome, hey. sir. Can you see that? I see actual photo. What am I looking at? That is <laughs> no fuel. Yeah. That's how low fuel. That's the closest I've come to running out of fuel. That is, I don't know that the engine didn't even sputter. <laughs> so, and it had nothing to do with me timing things perfect. It was just, I was early in train or early, a brand new pilot, and I just wasn't paying attention. I was so okay. into the flying <laughs> that I forgot to think about the basics. Photo, what am I looking at? That is no fuel. Walter, hit mute. Walter, hit mute. I just muted him. Okay. Yeah, so that's the fuel tank, and that's the little bit of fuel that was left after I landed. That's really awesome. I always try to land with at least a half an hour of fuel left, so I try to fly for two hours, knowing that I have two and a half hours. But real quick, since we have Todd in the house, Todd, tell us a little bit about Resurgence PPG and the and the differences that we have, like, like we talked about earlier, where if we do a, a raffle, it may not be legal for uh, a 501c. What, what is all th that all about? Maybe you can help us out with that. Yeah. So in North Carolina, um, it's not that it's illegal. What would happen is if the state of North Carolina determines that donations and funding that we've received has come from raffles, they'll identify that as gaming. And there's not a specific number or a specific monetary value that North Carolina has identified. Um, but what I found through my research is roughly, you know, you can do a couple raffles a year and, you know, you'll be safe. Um, the state of North Carolina won't get been out of shape about it. But if you do go and start doing them, you know, every single month um, or you have an excessive amount of donations coming in by that means, 
they will uh, require our organization to actually file as a gaming organization and we have to purchase a gaming license from the state. Um, so it throws in an entire different level of regulations that we'd have to follow. So what is something that we can do to make sure that we're legal and nobody gets upset at this type of thing? Uh, one of the things that we want to do is to, you know, do what we do, you know, try to get, you know, donations. But, you know, if we are able to buy something for a disabled vet without saying that it's for a resurgence PPG, is there a way that we can gift something straight to like maybe a resurgence? So if, if you guys do a raffle and you take those proceeds and from those proceeds, you either um, pay for a training slot or you purchase a piece of equipment and then you take those tangible goods and donate them to resurgence. Uh, that's completely fine because that's just a, a single item donation. Um, but there, just as long as there's that step of separation between the funding coming in directly from a raffle, um, it won't be identified as gaming um, a, a gaming profit for us. So if you guys were to do a raffle and those proceeds turned around and um, you know, you bought some GoPros or radios or, you know, a motor or whatever the case may be. And you take those items and donate them to resurgence and say, hey, we want to go to, you know, this veteran or these veterans. That's completely fine. Okay, good. Um, real quick, since we have you on here, what are some of the things that the veterans need that we can either get from maybe for donations themselves or pull up some money to buy for resurgence um, uh, alumni? So right now, um, we're in a good spot and a bad spot. And I'll explain that. Um, we've been very fortunate. We've got a couple We've gotten several uh, donations of motors and wings recently. Um, and so we are, I've got one guy that has not been able to purchase his own motor. Um, and, but he has a wing and so he has a kiting harness. Um, I think we're getting ready to basically get a dealer to basically loan a motor to him for a little bit. Um, but it's still a situation where it's not his motor kind of deal. Um, so we've been very fortunate in that regard. So we're actually, we're doing okay on equipment right now. Um, but where we're not doing so well is actually just straight up cash donations to allow us to uh, provide the scholarships that we do. Um, we have a candidate scheduled for training uh, the end of this month down in Florida and we've got him taken care of his, his slots paid for. We're good. Um, but I also have 17 other nominees that have come in since the beginning of January. Um, so I've got, I've got 17 people right now that we're trying to figure out how we're going to support um, after we go ahead and provide the sponsorship to Justin later this month. Um, and so what we've seen is there's been a reduction in donations, obviously, because of COVID. Um, with the downturn in the economy, um, there was a huge, huge drop off. Um, 
in the level of donations that we received this past year. Um, and so it's basically everything that we did this past year, although it looks like we did a lot of really good things and had great adventures, that money actually came from 2019. Um, so basically the, the current current situation is we're spending last year's money. Um, and so we're, we're kind of in a deficit at that point. Um, so right now, the biggest thing is, is simply just cash donations. So we can go ahead and, you know, provide more scholarships. About how much money does each person need to be able to go through training, um, uh, to get there for lodging training about how much money do we need per person, uh, to donate, you know, for us to get, to donate, uh, to get someone to training and, uh, and back. Yep. So, um, is, is everybody always freaks out because nobody really thinks about that number. Uh, what we plan for is $7,000. So $7,000 per person and everybody freaks out. They're like, Holy snots. That's a lot of money, which it is. I, I am fully aware that that is a lot of money. Um, but I can go ahead and break that down. We, we look at aviator PPG, um, has probably one of the most expensive courses in the country right now at $3,640 um, for two weeks. And from a, a planning standpoint, we'll take the $3,640 uh, for tuition. And obviously, if we, if we send a candidate to like Kyle O'Glee, he's much cheaper. Um, we still plan for that $3,640 for tuition. Um, but we save money when we go to other instructors and other schools that aren't as expensive as, say, Aviator. Um, but so 3640 from a planning standpoint. And then we will go to the GSA website, which is the government service website that provides um, specific numbers on what the, the federal government identifies as appropriate funding for travel, lodging and per diem costs. And so anybody can go to the GSA website and look at numbers and try to figure it out. And so anybody can figure out our numbers. I'm, I'm not hiding anything at all when I, when I throw this figure out there. Um, and so let's say we do send somebody to Lake Wales, um, the closest, um, city that is identified on the GSA website is Sebring, Florida. And so we look at Sebring, Florida for 14 days. How much do you get to, uh, is appropriate for lodging? And it's roughly about $1,500. And then it's roughly $61 a day. So $61 a day for 14 days um, for their per diem to cover their meals and incidental expenses. Um, and then the final cost is the travel piece to get them from their home of record to the school. And that may be calculated as mileage. So if they're driving their personal vehicle, uh, it's uh, I believe it's 52 cents a mile from their home of record to the school and then back. Um, or we just go ahead and buy an airplane ticket and provide a rental car if they need it. And so when we, we take all those factors um, each one of those values is a component that anybody would have to pay um, if they take time off work and they went on vacation. That's roughly what anybody pays when they when they go to training. 
Um, so $7,000 is our planning budget. Um, but what we normally see, like the candidate that we have coming down from Ohio, we're going to save money because he's going to fly. So that saves us a lot in the travel costs because plane takes like 250 bucks right now. Um, the, the class itself is only 10 days instead of 14 days. So we're saving on the per diem. Um, Fly My PPG and One Up Adventures, their class is cheaper than the 3640 that Aviator charges right now. So even though we say $7,000, you know, even with this guy coming up, Justin, um, we're going to come in much shorter than that. So that's that's a long answer to a very short question. How many people are you able to get through per year on these scholarships? So this past year we had eight. Um, the previous two years we had four. So we're at, we're at 16 total alumni that we've sponsored so far. Um, and like I said, I at the end of last year, I made a decision to halt the wait list that I had at the end of 2020. I contacted all of those individuals that were on the wait list and told them that if they wanted to um, continue to pursue this opportunity, they would need to reapply. Very similar to what organizations have to do for a grant each year. Um, and so the wait list was at about 45 people at the end of 2020. And I sent out the message and then I opened up the nomination process again. And so from January 15th until now, I've gotten 17 brand new nominations or some of them were holdovers from the previous wait list. Um, so, you know, obviously there was some attrition. Uh, some people just didn't respond, uh, which is good. It, it kind of helps us out. It lets us know who really wants to be, you know, involved in the sport. Um, so, you know, as of right now, I've got 17 folks. I've got, I've got more people than we've been able to put through in our history uh, to date. How many of your alumni actually need wings and motors that don't have them right now? As of right now, uh, we need one motor. Um, and then the question is with Justin coming through training, I'm not sure of his financial abilities or his financial capabilities. Um, cause it's, it's not something that we try to provide. Um, it's, it's something that has kind of grown and has been a fantastic addition to our programs. Um, but that's not a primary goal of ours. And every one of our candidates understands that as they come through the program, it's they're going to learn to fly. The, the purchase of a wing and the purchase of a motor, it's on them. Um, but if we do get donations, uh, they're greatly appreciated and they really help us out. Um, but it's not a primary goal of ours. Um, but it's kind of turned into a very strong secondary mission. Um, that we've been pretty successful with. So as of right now, we need one motor um, that I know of. And then depending on Justin's situation, maybe a motor and a wing. For that wing size, do you happen to know the wing size offhand that he needs? Uh, Justin is uh, 205. So he's probably I, starting out, I'd say somewhere a, a 24 or 26 meter wing for a new pilot. 
Okay, so that's what we're going to be looking at is um, maybe to be able to help you with, uh, you know, wings and motors for your alumni that, you know, maybe we can help them purchase, maybe we can help them uh, at least get where they can use. Uh, I think right. that's something that maybe, you know, ClearProp can help out along with donations to Resurgence PPG. Tell us a little bit about smile.amazon.com. Since everybody uses Amazon, how can we help Resurgence PPG with smile.amazon.com? Yeah, it, so that's really an awesome program. Uh, it, it's actually turned out to be really beneficial for us. So smile.amazon.com is their charitable giving uh, program from Amazon. And what you do is uh, you go into your account profile, uh, if you have a prime account, and you can identify a charity that you want to support. And you can identify Resurgence PPG, select Resurgence. Um, and from that point on, uh, any qualifying purchase you make, a percentage uh, will be donated to us. And the great thing about it is it does not add anything to your purchase total. Um, it's just a percentage that Amazon donates back. It doesn't cost the, the end user anything. Uh, it doesn't cost us anything to administer. We don't have to pay any processing fees or anything for it. It is absolutely free money. And um, so this past quarter, it was an extra $500. It didn't cost anybody anything. And all it took was people signing up on smile.amazon.com, going through their profile and selecting resurgence PPG. And we got $500 out of it. And so, um, you know, we, you look, that's, that's two grand a year. Um, that's free money that we're getting just from you guys shopping, which is fantastic. Sean, can you drop that in the, the link in the chat? What smile.amazon.com? Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I've got a couple projects coming up that uh, I plan to do a lot of Amazon shopping for. So, yeah. So all you do is when you go to smile.amazon.com is that you there's there's a list of all toward, uh, all sorts of different charities. I mean, you can choose anybody that you want to, but Resurgence is in that list. So if you have right now a bunch of things in your shopping cart that you have not purchased yet. Don't purchase them right yet. Go to smile.amazon.com, uh, have Resurgence as your, your charity of choice, and then smile.amazon.com, go to your, your shopping cart and then purchase it. After you purchase, you'll see all of your qualifying items that were sent to or or that were uh, qualified to donate to Resurgence PPG, and you have a running total of how much money was sent to Resurgence PPG, which is really awesome. So every time that you go and buy like, you know, um, tissue paper or you know get get that that uh, awesome T-shirt that you wanted or, or whatever, you're you don't have to put any money into it. That Amazon puts money into Amazon or and into Resurgence PPG, which is really amazing. Um, since I learned about that last year, all I do is go to uh, smile.amazon.com. I don't even know, I don't even think about putting amazon.com into the link. I always go smile and then it pops up smile.amazon.com. Okay, so that's, that's, that's where the problem is for me. 
so I just been going to Amazon. I set this all up. I'm already, um, I already got resurgence on, um, the, the Amazon smile, but you have to go to Amazon smile and then go through that to go. So if I just go straight to my Amazon app on, on my phone, it does not generate any money for them. I have to go through they, Amazon. They should smile. have changed that. They, they it, Amazon should have changed that because it, it used to be that way that you had to go through a smile.amazon.com link. Um, but I believe last year um, they went ahead and changed it. So now as long as your profile is logged in, uh, it should it should uh, go ahead and qualify those purchases. Well, I didn't type in any email or password and it's already got me up on the, it says, hello, Shane. And that's at Amazon Smile. And if I go to my, well, I have to go to on my phone. I don't, it's obviously not because I've bought plenty of stuff on on Amazon, and it says I haven't donated or haven't uh, generated any monies, which I don't know how that's possible. I got Amazon coming to my house every day. So yeah, see, see what I'm showing right here is that you have to make sure that you have your your uh supporting I, I got that resurgence and you can see how much it's generated and all the different charities that you uh that's been generated to so you have to go to um choose one of our spotlighted charities or whatever charities that you want to so also you got no, I'm, I'm, i it says resurgence ppg um lo location mountain holly north carolina right uh, so the only way that it will work see right now i'm at smile to amazon.com right go to yeah. amazon.com and then i go to my um and try to buy something at amazon.com it does not go to resurgence you have to yeah. buy it at smile.amazon.com if i can spell right Okay, and it actually says, do you want a, the app for it? So let me go ahead and see if I can upload the app. And yeah. I was under the impression that Amazon had changed that. So that's that's interesting to see. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it's changed that or not. I just know that if I go to Amazon.com, even though I buy it under smile.amazon.com, I have to actually go to my cart under smile.amazon.com to be able to have it go to resurgence. Gotcha. I don't see a smile. Well, let me try Amazon smile. No, smile.amazon.com. Well, that's what I typed in. Do you want to share your screen so we can see it? If I wasn't on my phone. Oh, you're on your phone? Okay. Hey, can I ask a question real quick? Absolutely. Go ahead. Is uh, Will, is he doing okay? Because he's been pretty much catatonic all night. <laughs> yeah. He's messing with his, uh, what is that called? Uh, his... My long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my kite tail. Your his kite tail. See there, they say there's an app for it, but I guess you got to do it off of your off the computer. No, no I, I, I got I got my app on your app on your uh, Amazon app. You have to change it to smile.amazon on your Amazon app, and it works. All right, let me try that real quick. 
so i'm you. on i'm on my phone on your app right on the app so where do i change it at i don't know offhand let me look real quick because i changed it when i saw when i saw that you could go to who the hell is at my front door amazon <laughs> it's amazon <laughs> <laughs> it's my daughter who parked in the wrong spot. Does anybody know where you go to make your uh, Amazon app smile? Because that's what I've done, but I can't remember where it is located on here. Does anybody yeah, know? I'm looking right now. I don't know. My wife did it for us. There it Programs is. Programs and features, maybe? There it is. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me go back. When you go down under where was that under settings under settings is there it is under settings you go to amazon smile yep and it's got okay okay so not why is it off turn it on yeah it gives me a ul url Shane, if you want go in google so mine's, mine um, is on right now. So anything that I do on my Amazon app automatically goes to my resurgence PPG, which is awesome. Um, yeah, mine was off too. Well, don't, why have it off? Turn it on. What do you mean? Okay, hold on. We're trying to figure out how to turn on Amazon Smile on your device. See? <laughs> I'm glad you guys can do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's me. Okay, getting started. Hold on here. Okay, when you go to to Google and you search in Google uh, and and you hit go smileamazon.com, the first thing's coming out is the smile.amazon.com and say you shop Amazon gift amazon.com experience feel good shopping. Shop at smile.amazon.com and we'll donate to your favorite charitable organization. And it goes to you. Yeah. Hi, Natalie. Um, Hi. Real, real, okay, so I just turned mine on for whatever Hi. reason it was not off, but on the computer on my on my desktop, it's it's all set up. Now it's set up on my phone. So the next couple purchases that I am going to do the next day or two will hopefully help you out, Todd. And awesome. Apparently, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. And apparently, I don't know why, I've probably spent $300 the last two weeks, and none of that helped because the thing was off. I don't know That's why it was right. off. All you have to do is donate to Resurgence PPG, whatever cash <laughs> you want to. It's no big deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, easy. It's easy. That's not that's not free money though. I need the <laughs> free money to donate. Well, Change, don't worry. I, I Whatever you, money you owe me, pay to to talk. <laughs> we, uh, we actually use DonorBox on our website, and it it's uh, pretty reasonable with our, the processing fee. So, I think uh, this past month I had to pay like two dollars and forty cents. So. And remember, too, guys, if you are on your phone and you don't know what's going on and you don't understand the, the smile to Amazon on your phone, just put things in your cart. OK, when you go to your computer at home, just go to smile.amazon.com. Go to your cart 
okay and then uh, make sure that you have your uh your donation set to resurgent ppg and then buy your stuff that that's all you got to do it's really no big deal and once you have it set to resurgent ppg just make sure anything that you buy or put in your cart just remember to go to smile.amazon.com to purchase everything that's in your cart it's no big deal easy peasy i'm all set up now i'm ready to rock and roll get busy thanks so much is there anything else that we can do, Todd, to help uh, Resurgence PPG as far as like, you know, being able to give free money to you guys or um, different ways of giving uh, maybe something uh, as far as like material, maybe wings or motors that we don't need anymore or broken motors or wings that we can give you or something like that? How, how, do, how does that um, work? We've, we've gotten a couple broken motors and those those tend to be, they turn into money pits for us. So they end up not being worth, worth our while because we end up having to turn around and spend money to get extra parts or get them repaired and that kind of thing. Um, you know, if, if it's a pretty decent motor and all we have to do is get a prop, that's one thing. If it's a, you know, an eight-year-old motor that hasn't run in five years and all it has is the frame and a motor, you know, if we got to get a, a harness and swing arms and a, a cage and a net, um, you know, and a new prop for it, that turns up being pretty cost prohibitive for us. Um, but really the biggest thing beyond what you guys are already doing is reaching out outside the community. As you talk to people about, you know, this crazy sport and they're mesmerized that you fly with a sheet over your head and a lawnmower engine on your back. Um, just share the mission and what we're trying to do and, you know, explain that we are impacting lives and we're making a difference. And, you know, we're hoping that those connections outside the community will eventually turn into uh, more exposure for us and hopefully better connections to, you know, possibly get some larger corporate sponsorship. Um, and I say that because we've, we've received uh, some grants from like Target Corporation um, so Target Stores has given us, and it happened simply because somebody went outside the community and talked to somebody else that had a contact. The next thing you know, we were getting money from Target. Um, so it's that kind of thing that we really need at this point because uh, that's where real money is. That's where big money's floating around. Todd, is there some way that you can maybe make on your Resurgence PPG website a page that explains how to make your Amazon a smile.amazon and use resurgence PPG or do you already have that? I no, I, I don't have that on the site. I, I do have on the donations page. Um, there is, there is a, a little portion that will direct people to smile.amazon.com. Um, and it's a link that they can click on and it'll take them to the page. Um, but it's not a it's not a full tutorial on how to go ahead and get it set up. That's something that uh, I probably should do. If there's anyone out there that's listening to this that would like to do a tutorial on how to make Resurgence PPG uh, and use the uh, the smile.amazon.com feature, please leave me a comment down below. Reach out to Todd. Reach out to myself. Let us know that you've made this, and uh, we'd really appreciate your help. Uh, Todd, is there anything else that we can do to help out Resurgence PPG? No, I, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, 
what, what you guys are doing, like I said, and just continuing to show our mission. Um, that's really all I can ask. Um, you know, I think going back to the program tonight, um, I, if I can go ahead and touch on moonshiners a little bit, um, oh, please do, please. Absolutely. Yeah, so obviously about. this, this, this past year, uh, moonshiners was canceled due to COVID. Um, but I was there in 2019 and, you know, a couple of things I, I put it in the chat, um, but hello, um, a, a few things, uh, one, the, the takeoff and landing area is actually broken up into three small takeoff zones, if you will. Um, each one of them individually is pretty small and they do get really, really busy, uh, as people are setting their wings out, um, between two of those, uh, areas is a taxiway, um, and so even though they put a NOTAM in place, there are still airplanes that land there during during the event. Um, so that's always something to be aware of. Um, the the area to fly itself is absolutely beautiful. There's a beautiful lake down to the south. Um, it's super cool. Um, in the next valley over to the west, there's actually a prison. So if you either hop over the mountain range to the west and get into that next valley, or what we did is we just circle around the entire ridgeline and did a cross country around it. And, you know, it's an hour flight to do this one circuit. Um, but there is a prison in that next valley over. So as you're flying over, make sure you're aware and don't fly over the prison. Don't fly too close to it. Um, but in the valleys themselves there are plenty of fields, plenty of Alps. It's a great area. Um, the town is very welcoming and they, they want us there. So um, the big thing is it's, it's not a large facility, um, not a lot of area for campers, not a lot of area for pilots to lay out, to launch and land. Um, so just be ready for it to be tight and, you know, just kind of pick, pick your, pick the locations you launch and land and always be aware of what's going on around you. Gotcha. Um, we have a, uh, a comment here in the chat. Kelby Cox says, I want to kiss Todd. So apparently you're doing everything right. Uh, you're doing a really good job helping people. Everyone loves you and Resurgence PPG. And definitely, if there's anything that we can do, we would definitely like to help you guys out. So I, I, I would love to kiss Kelby too. Kelby's one of our <laughs> alumni. So he, he, he went through our program and uh, he, he is a great individual. I love Kelby. That's awesome. I just, I really love this community, how amazing everyone is. We all get together. We want to help each other the best we can. And, uh, you know, I, the, I was in the Marine Corps and I have not seen a close knit community besides the Marine Corps that this community has now. I have right. not seen it. This, this is all I've ever seen was this and the Marine Corps as far as like tight knit. And yeah. I'm going to help you no matter what. And that's, and it's that exact reason that I felt starting resurgence PPG would be viable because you know, what a lot of veterans want and what they seek out after their separation from service is they still seek out that fellowship, that camaraderie and that brotherhood, if you will. And it's so hard to find out in the civilian world after coming out of the military. It's just, you don't see it. Um, but we do have it in this community, and that's something that I think we've we've built, uh, you know, within resurgence. Um, you know, it's not just about us sponsoring guys. You know, as you can see, Kelby gets on here, and God, 
Kelby started flying a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and for us, it's about continuing those relationships and, you know, having the adventure trips out to Arizona, like we had this past year, and, you know, we've got something coming up later this year that I'll, I'll be announcing here soon. Um, but it's, it's not just about that training piece. It's about giving that, that sense of community, that sense of brotherhood back to these veterans. And it's something that they can hold on to. This has turned out to be a better uh, bonus podcast than I thought because of Todd and Resurgence PPG, everyone getting together and, you know, uh, just just being like a tight knit family. This is more of a family than a community. This is like a family. Let's all get together and fly. Let's go ahead and get together and help other people, especially the disabled vets. Um, and I truly appreciate everyone, everyone that's ever been on the show, everyone that has a show, people that are doing the things like Todd are doing. You know, you guys are just absolutely amazing. And I totally appreciate you. Is there anything that you guys want to talk about before we uh, end this live stream? Uh, Todd, is there anything that you want to end with before we go? No, I, I'm good. I, I appreciate the time. And I, I just wanted to hop on here and kind of uh, talk about moonshiners a little bit and just throw that out there because I, I realized that most of the folks on the panel had not been. And I wanted to kind of make sure that uh, we were setting appropriate expectations for what you guys would, would arrive to. Um, expect it to be close, tight, a lot of people in very close quarters and I know there were comments about generators and I'm sorry, there are going to be a lot of generators running around you. Um, that's just the, the nature of the beast at Moonshiners. So because we want to get together as a group, let's say that people want to get together. I mean, from all over the United States, they want to go to yep. Moonshiners, but they want to be in a spot. How possible is that as far as like, hey, let's go over here to this one spot and we all get together. Is that is that even possible? It is the, the best way to do it would be have at least a reasonable number of you guys meet as early as they'll let you in. And, you know, if, if you're having, you know, nine, 12 people show up or 12, 12 campers that you're wanting, I, I would say at least have four to six of you guys show up right when they start allowing people in to register and go find a, a corner for you and just start staking your claim. Um, and I would, I would recommend, you know, try to be friendly about how much space you take. Um, I know everybody wants to have their nice little powwow and circle the wagons. And that takes a lot of real estate. If you park campers, you know, parallel to each other, I get it. You don't get the same kind of patio area and you don't get that same, um, you know, fire pit experience, um, but it saves room for everybody else. Um, and so everything I'm hearing, there's going to be a lot of people at Moonshiners this year. So I would say, you know, get a portion of you guys there early, um, have them kind of stake out an area and just go from there. Um, if you can get everybody to show up at the same time, that, that would be the best option. Um, just everybody meet in town and then roll into the airport in a convoy uh, as early as you can because it's going to fill up and uh, it's, it's going to be incredible.
What's the early part that you're talking about? I mean, is it like the day before or hours before that the so, gates open or what? Yeah, so the the town of uh, Johnson City, um, because it is a municipal airport, um, they don't allow early arrivals. I mean, even endless foot drag, Michael Holiday, um, he was only allowing people that were there helping set up, um, you know, because I got there, I got to Fredona a day early. And I sent him a message and asked, hey, am I allowed to come in? And he's like, no. I'm like, hey, I'm a vendor. And he's like, no, you're not allowed. You got to wait till eight o'clock on Friday morning. Um, wow. And so Johnson City's kind of the same way. Um, so it, it's going to be a situation where there's probably going to be a line of vehicles lined up trying to get into the airport. And once they go ahead and open up registration and open up the gate, it'd just be people flooding in. How does registration work? I mean, is there someone there that uh, goes up to your car as you're in line or do you have to park someplace and go to a registration booth? How does that work? So they, the gate to get in, you'll actually, you'll, you'll come in from the south side of the airport and you'll circle around to the north side of the FBO building. And it's, it's a little itty bitty parking lot and it's a small FBO building. Um, but then there will be the gate on the north side of the FBO. And when, when I went in two years ago now, um, there was somebody right there at the gate. And so they, at that time, they went ahead and uh, took my registration money. Um, they had the waiver right there, signed the waiver. Um, there was another um, sign-in sheet, basically, that you sign in. And I mean, it, it only took a couple minutes um, but it was somebody right there at the gate before you actually get into the airport or onto the the ramp area itself. And, and when you go, so and when, I'm sorry, go ahead. So I went in as a vendor, and so what they did is the the vendors were actually on the tarmac uh, of the ramp area. Um, so right when you come in the gate, off to the right, um, we were right on the edge of the the tarmac and the grass. And then they had people camping further up from us, uh, further north, and then on the south side of the taxiway. And so it, it really depends on what time you get there, how full it's gotten, and uh, basically what, what area is left for them to put campers. Do they wave you in and just, you know, as you're coming in, you, they're like, go this way, go this way, and you have to just <laughs> go go in succession? Or how does that work when you go in? No, it, they didn't, they didn't have that many people on staff um, the, the year I went. And so it was basically um, once, once, a, once I paid my registration, uh, the guy standing at the gate, he just pointed and he said, hey, go over there and kind of set up right there on the grass. And uh, so I went and pulled in between a couple other guys and you know, got my stuff set up. Um, so it, it's basically they kind of point you in a direction and say, hey, you – you go find a spot, you know, be a good neighbor and park next to somebody you like and, you know, just kind of go from there. It, it works itself out. I mean, like you said, the, the community, it's a good community. It's a family community. You know, you, you can park next to anybody. It really doesn't matter. Usually they won't get too upset. Hopefully not. So when you go in and you find different places and they collect the, uh, the money, are they collecting the money for the entire four days or five days or they're just collecting the the money for that day or it, how does that work it, it was it was for the whole event 
Okay, so if you at least there, it was when when I went in and registered. So if you get there at, uh, on the fourth and it's be from from the fourth until the eighth, they're going to assume that you're going to be there from the fourth until the eighth, and they collect all that money. Yeah, or you or you tell them, hey, I'm I'm leaving on the sixth, so here I'll, I'm going to go ahead and pay for my two days here. And yeah, you know, at that point, it's an honor thing, and they'll be like, oh, okay, cool, because I mean, uh, like with most most fly-ins. That, that last day, especially if it's a Sunday, man, people are popping out of there early. Um, you know, so people are leaving Saturday night. People are leaving Sunday morning. Um, usually by Sunday afternoon, nobody's left around anyway. Um, so, yeah. So you just let them know how many days you're staying and go ahead and pay them at that point. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Um, is there any other questions from the panel that you'd like to ask Todd before we separate there's a uh, question in a chat from nick griffith um do you sell those uh, nice resurgence pbg uh jerseys no uh no <laughs> the uh <laughs> no that's a hard those, no yeah that's that's a hard no um those jerseys were specifically made for anybody that uh was a participant on our adventure wingman trip so if you see somebody with one of those jerseys they were in arizona with us and california when we went to glamis and so they uh you know please give them some respect they are either an alumni um or they're somebody that uh was doing a lot to help resurgence out for that trip so um it, it's basically a, a a piece of uh you know nice memorabilia and a, a token of honor for those guys already i don't have a question todd but i do want to thank you for what you're doing that's well, really thanks so much I, I appreciate it so i know guys like Kelvin appreciate it too you know it's, it's because of you know folks like you guys you know supporting our mission on the show and you know helping us spread the word that uh, we're able to do what we do you know without you guys it wouldn't happen Oh, he definitely appreciates you for sure. Um, any other yeah, questions in the chat yeah. or on the panel? Uh, just a quick one. I just want to say uh, uh, thanks for Todd to, uh, or you, Sean, to uh, help me out with that small Amazon because, uh, yeah, I've been spending a little bit of money and could have gone your way too, Todd. Um, awesome. I appreciate you. We're still not. Uh, you're still not going to win anything on any of the shows because shipping. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thankfully, I've got someone that cares, and he's going to put a package together for me. Hey, Sean. Yeah, we're putting a package together for for Walter. So, if there's anything at uh, Resurgence that you have, maybe stickers or something, you can send it to me, and I'll put it in the package for Walter. Yeah, if you could uh, just shoot me your mailing address and i'll go ahead and uh, send something to you okay that's cool walter you're you're getting things from all over the place you lucky duck awesome thank you all um just getting back to what you've been talking about the flyings and all the travel uh i can see how it's been building up over the years for you guys for me uh i did it 20 30 years ago traveling around australia drag racing and it's the same camaraderie. Uh, everyone travels, the expenses, 
accommodation, fuel, you know, food. That time away, it, it, it is a vacation, but you're there also. For us, we were drag racing, so the three, four days that you're there, it's just hard on work. But yeah. the downtime at night, when you finish racing, between between the teams, it's like great camaraderie and then, uh, uh, yeah, it becomes a family. When you go state to state and travel around because you have to in drag racing to score the points, you meet a lot of people, then they come back to your state, you, you help them out, you might take them on tours and that when you're not racing, you know. Um, it's all a part of uh, getting together because everyone is – is doing the same thing and uh yeah it's great great to see what's going on over there and uh yeah love love it i love watching it we got nine Uh, people uh, in the background on zoom and seven people watching so um we're probably going to kill this live stream pretty soon uh any 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 other comments or questions or thoughts it's a i just want to make sure that will's still okay yeah. <laughs> is that is that willflyppg.com we're talking about yeah absolutely i mean just uh i i've been worried about him all night it's like a sponge <laughs> soaking it all up <laughs> he's like a sponge he's just absorbing yeah hey uh todd are you going are you going to swanee no i'm not going to be able to i'm uh i'm thankfully waiting on my second granddaughter to be born Ooh, so she's, yeah, so she's due any uh, any day now. We're we're just waiting for her to show up. So uh, I'm kind of stuck here until after that happens. That's awesome. That that's that's the best way of being stuck is to wait yep. for. Oh, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. I'm not going to complain one bit. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, right. I think I'm going to cut out of here myself. It's 11:41 here, and I got to get up at 5:50 to go fly tomorrow morning. So. Oh, darn. The things that you got to do. Thanks so much for having me on, Sean. I appreciate the time. uh, Todd, you can jump on anytime. We're usually on Monday nights at 7 o'clock. If you want to be on, just let me know. Uh, You can come on anytime you want to. Seriously. Awesome. I appreciate it. Information, too. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Um, if there's nothing else, if everybody has everything off their chest, we've gone. I don't even know how long. It was at three, four hours. I have no idea. Yeah, it's almost yeah, I, ten forty-two Central Time. Yeah, I jumped on at uh, just a little after eight thirty Eastern, so we're looking almost four hours. Whew, my goodness. Well, guys, I really appreciate everyone that's jumped on. This has been a really fun bonus podcast. Make sure you come over to clearproptv.com and check us out. Listen to us on paratalk.org. Run over and check out uh, Resurgence PPG. Make sure that you are part of the smile.amazon.com. Check out everyone on our panel. Thank you, John Wayne, for jumping on. Mark and Amy George. And, of course, the man down under that came over to say, hey, that I got a big old package for you that we got so much stuff that we're going to send you that's going to cost so much. We appreciate you. And also, um, Kent Stamey sent us 50 bucks for uh, our our steaks that we're going to have over in uh, Moonshiners. 
Did I miss anybody? Walter, thank you very much. Did I miss, miss anybody? Just just your co-host. My co-host. Did I not wow. say Shane yet? I thought I said not, Shane. Not, not one time. Shane, ppgshane.com. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Jim at uh, carepp.com. Mark and Amy George at paraswag.com. Uh, John Wayne, thank you very much. Uh, Todd over at Surgeons PBG. I think I got everybody. Did I get everybody? Um, how about uh, paramotorgirl.com? Uh, and uh, parachick.com. And who? Parachick.com. My goodness. Yeah. Walter, do you have a .com? Do we need to get you one? PPG no, Walter down under where .com? All right. Where's Wally? <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We'll be back uh, Monday evening at uh, 7 p.m. to give away this really cool uh, GoPro knockoff and a uh, bunch of other cool things. So make sure you go over to ClearProp TV for more. Thank you so much. Peace out. Anybody else have anything before we go? And what's the show about? What's Monday's show about? What's that? What's show about? What's today's show about? Monday, Monday. Oh, Monday. Um, we're gonna have these really cool people from ParaswagUSA.com. Uh, as uh, their name is Mark and Amy George. Uh, we're gonna have something really awesome as far as like a reveal. So if you want to see the most amazing reveal that's gonna come on uh, for for. Uh, for paramotors, come to clearproptv.com, which is also ppgzone.com forward slash podcast, and check out paraswagusa.com for this amazing reveal. You can't wait to be there because we're also giving away a bunch of cool stuff. <sighs> Amy's pregnant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Has been working on the website for the past hour and a half. Which what, All right, which, good night, guys. Website? Get to bed. Mark has been working yeah. on the website. See y'all later. Later, Shane. All right, peace out, y'all. Thank you so much for joining. Good night, John Boy. We're out at five thousand. See you. See you Monday. Bye. Good night. Good morning. I know, right, Walter? What, what's what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Oh, perfect. I love perfect. Warm. Very warm, warm. Steady, steady winds. Okay. Well, I can't wait for that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I think hope it comes your way. Good night, all. Thanks for joining us, Walter. I got that package for you later. And we're Audi 5000. Thanks for joining us, guys. Definitely. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, this bonus podcast. Thank you, Kent Stamey, for that $50 donation at kentstamey.com. That's going towards our food over at the Moonshiners. So we already got 50 bucks in the pot. Something tells me we're going to be eating very, very well for the time that we're going to be over at the Moonshiners fly-in. If you want to donate, if you want to hang out with us over at the Moonshiners fly-in, make sure you go over to ppgzone.com. Find our group. We're going to make a, a page. I don't know what the, what the URL is going to be, but it's probably going to be 
ppgzone.com forward slash moonshiners, I would assume. As of this recording, it has not been made yet, and it may change. We may think of something else, but I think that might might be what it's going to be. We're, we'll have a link on the front of ppgzone.com for sure and let you know where to go. We'll have a big interactive group where we can figure out where we're going to meet at the Moonshiners, uh, the, our plans, what we're going to do, like maybe fly up to 10,000 feet, which would be really awesome because I've only gone to about uh, the, the mile high, which is what, 5,280 feet. I think a little bit more than that, but not too much more. And, you know, just get together and hang out. Anyways, that'll be August the 4th through the 8th of this year of 2021. And I cannot wait. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and fly safe.